Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. Through the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamara, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, do we have any new patrons? Smash that like button, hit and subscribe. Uh, low key, the Patreon's been on fire lately. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, a big shout out to Christian Agostini. Yes. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Thanks, Christian. And I would be uh, remiss if I didn't mention Kayla Frew. Kayla. <laughs> right through the front door she came. <laughs> How do you spell um, fru? Why F- did you decide F-R-E-W. that? F-R-E-W. Okay, there you go. Boom. I, I think he nailed it. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all the uh, Patreons past and present. No, thank you to all of you. Appreciate the shit out of you. You guys are the real ones. Patreons more. Past and present. Else. That's what he said. I know. Oh. I'm and, just reiterating uh, what he said, doubling down. Whatever you to the freeloaders. with no. What do you mean? For, I said no. <laughs> you said no. No, that sounds like that sounds about right. Kamar, how was your week? Try to throw me under the bus. Uh, good week. Had a show. Did a good show. It was really funny, as I am, as I tend to be. Uh, <laughs> I love that this guy's reached like the pinnacle of Ottawa comedy, and he's already letting that get to his head. But I haven't, and that's what's even sadder. But I've been listening to a couple of the podcasts this week, and I realized I've just started to act like I'm a seasoned professional successful comedian i've just gotta be what i want to be like it's people are doing it all around me and making it work if you went on kill tony you'd say 13 years and they'd go 13 years no i'd say two months (laughs) (laughs) try to get that that beethoven mozart thing because uh there was a joke about how the comedy club owner at uh yuck yucks is using uh arian as a cash cow because they keep putting, I've seen on Kill Tony. He's back this week again. It's uh, who is that? The crippled guy, I assume. Oh, he's from Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, we, we knew that. And, and he he's, and he's being exploited as much till he'll be big enough that he won't play there anymore. But it was one of the roast jokes at the uh, Oh Craps, which I, we talked about earlier. Good times, and then the great Google Rossell. I also found out that Hillary Clinton likes her uh, diet, Dr Pepper. There's a big hullamaloo at the uh, Shaw Center. Oh, the place where I work. <laughs> Edit that out. Um, and she wanted uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. They ran around searching for it. And they couldn't find it. So they settled on uh, Cherry Coke Zero. She accepted as a substitute. That seems like that's, that's some inside shit, eh? I'd be pretty bummed. And also Vanderpump Rules. I mean, what what can we say? Yeah, uh- Kamar just sends me a text that it's just all capital letters. Vanderpump rules. But. That's it. It's not a happy ending. Oh. I got it. I got it. No, no, it's fine. I did it. It's not a happy ending because season three is on something called Hey You or something. 
No, no, no. I got it. And you just, it's like a three month trial for free. You'll go through it in like two weeks. Okay. So, well, I I stopped dead in my tracks. Well, you're a silly man. But they're so, I mean, has Matt seen it? No. Like Stassi is. Don't say people's names. Is the Dylon. (laughs) Dylon? Yeah. Dylon, 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 and Dylon because I spit hot fire. Because I'm sure her birth name was Stacy, but now she's Stacy. No, it's um, Anastasia. It's Stacy. Okay, you know, you don't even know what. Do you know what? She's super hot. And what's weird is uh, <laughs> can't, can't. If you follow them on Instagram and stuff, they're all doing well. Even well, Jax has landed on his feet. As of like some season, a bunch of them get canceled for uh, Black Lives Matter stuff. Um, Holy fuck! Who cares? Yeah, let's no, move on. no, this it's guy's like, an idiot. It's like watching a time capsule because Instagram and stuff hasn't popped up in the beginning in the first few seasons, and they have phones, but it's not like it is now. It's almost like an um, anthrop- anthropological artifact. <laughs> Of how trashy you this were. This is how he's bef- trying to justify before the social media. You got to just admit now you're trash, it's, man. That's very interesting. But that's she, what I did. You just got to let it go. Stassi let is like go. the biggest bitch in the world, but she's so hot, and it's just it's just a battle. It's just a battle of what are we doing here? Like fuck her, but then she's so good looking. Keep her around. Simon, how was your week? Um, I like that he got aboard that. But I, like I said, I... Too little, too late. Anyways, yeah, no, my week was whatever. It was pretty, pretty fucking average. That's it. You too went to the Great Leap Garage sale, skateboarded around. Oh, I yeah. didn't go to it. I was going to work. Gotcha. I was like... I understand. And we couldn't drive in. Yeah, because all the streets are shut down. It was down. fucking yeah. mental. So, so my skated? wife dropped me off at like somewhere. Yeah, bank in uh, like Clash and... Oh, you own Bronson, I see. Um... I would have assumed she dropped Carling and Bronson or something. Just you skated down there. Yep. Ollie. I did not do one Ollie. No, I was uh, much too embarrassed to do that. I was whipping around though. You got to build up to the Ollie. It's been 20 years. I assume. I mean, I know I could Ollie, but like a moving Ollie over something. It's been in front of people, people everywhere. Plus you're on cruisers. Like, I don't know. It's a heavier board. It's a, a Caballero. It's like an original. No, it's not. It still has like a nose. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. I get it. But I'm just saying with those it's wheels. One of on those it, repro. Yeah, uh, it'd be tough for you to pop a juicy ollie over a sewer. I think I could probably get over a sewer. I doubt I could get like up, a up curb. onto something. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Definitely wa- get over the sewer. Do you watch those clip shows where they have this the best skaters talking about what is the best ollie? What is the cleanest kickflip? Like in all the videos, they have like uh, who was it? Luan. He became a big movie star. Who became a big movie star? Jason. Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Lee. Just, You're talking about the Nine Club? I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's just crazy to see the passion. Yeah, well, Jason like, Lee they, brings they up so much. That kickflip he brings up, I think it was Heath Kerchart's over the um, it's incredible. fire hydrant. It's perfect, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. You, you can objectively agree. Yeah, because if even if you're not an expert, but but you also don't guys. have a rolodex of kickflips that you could bring up. Like, 
You know what I mean? They do. They do. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Just just the whole passion stuff in in any avenue. But if you can find like at this age mm-hmm. with a nice just cruising board, not a fucking stupid long board, but just a, a normal skateboard. Mm-hmm. If you can find like a smooth avenue, slow descent that goes for a long time, there may be nothing better where you don't have to worry about going too fast. You know what I'm saying? It's just casual, but you also don't have to do anything. Dude, imagine if Simon had, imagine if Simon had inadvertently, inadvertently had a bunch of cranberry juice that morning. Wow, and just got famous. Yeah, he just he has no Thunder idea. <laughs> um, I was wearing my earphones. Not Dude, that would have been perfect. Imagine just cruising through the Great Glebe Garage. That was the biggest dilemma as a kid skateboarding. What was that? What the hell? The, s- the smallest Walkman was still huge. Yeah. Like if you put it in your pocket, yeah. you can pump or skate properly. And when you pumped, it would go, woo, woo. Well, and you were attached by a cord, which just made and things difficult, to, yeah. you know? Dude, last time I skated Charlie, I had ear pods in, and I just put my phone, like, in the middle of the skate park mm-hmm. where no one would do anything. So you don't land on it either. Yeah, but I just, point being, I had full, the whole skate park. And is in, in Bluetooth range. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah, I was like, man. this is incredible. Yeah. And if the you, fact you could just tap it to like talk to someone real quick, fucking You incredible. are doing your own like skate video, your own part. Except I'm terrible. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit, uh, yeah. Your own part. Exactly. Like if you were watching a part where you were really unenthused by all the tricks being if done. You had, the guy filming. If you <laughs> had a part in a skate video, what would your song be? Oh, great fucking question. Thanks, Simon. man. Probably my way. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Mm, that's what you'd skate to. That's just try to do like two tricks and then something huge at the end. That's so funny because at first I thought he was talking about Limp Biscuit. It's my way, my way, or the highway. Well, and I was, like, I was like, okay, that's my Kamari. second choice. <laughs> that's my second choice. It's one of those my ways. And his third choice is life is a highway, which would also be a good skate yes, song. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know me. That actually wouldn't be a bad skate song. It's kind of so corny that it would be hilarious. Yeah. And you're Canadian. And you're Canadian. Yeah. That's like, I remember Colin McKay skated to, uh, if you like pina coladas... And getting caught. I, and I just was like, what a weird choice, but it worked so well. It's how we got music. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, Simon. That's a great question. I'm going to have to ponder on that one for a minute. You know what would be a good... Um, I, I'm sorry. I answered so quickly. Skate I didn't know we were video to would be uh, Jamie T back in the game. That would be yours? Yeah. Uh, I think it would be a good... That'd be a good deep cut, too. Those who know that know. Funkadelics, know. Can I Get to That? I mean, I don't even know that song. Can I Get to That? Can you get? I wanna know. I wanna know if you can get to that. I still don't know it. I'll play it for I, you I later. You never get over that you can actually sing. I can't. Whatever. He, he loves to sing. I know. He's constantly he getting in front of the mic and there. trying to blast out some jams. How was your week? Some fresh jams. My week was fine. Nothing oh. to report. We didn't sell the house. You haven't bought a house yet. Do you want to buy this one? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to lowball you, though. <laughs> I know you will. I know you How will. How the hell did that happen? All right, you Kamari. haven't bought a house yet, have you? You want to go over the uh, guest list so we can start this bad boy up? Hilarious. Odd week this week. Well, I mean, should have seen the coming. We started no, with- we talked to, sorry, I'm sorry, just before. Yeah, we Simon wants to throw me under the bus yeah, real yeah, quick. Because we did this in private before, yeah. but I think it's worth... Uh, I'll I'll say it because I was you beat me to it, but I was going to mention it. Um, 
Yeah, this is my fault. Matt because I rarely for I mean more comedians. Let's also be let's also be real clear. I never fish my wish. That's not <sighs> how life goes. So the fact that we're getting this many comedians, I feels like it's almost not it my almost fault. It almost feels like a punishment now. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yes. I got you. But I did during COVID say it would be great if we could just go back to when it was a bunch of comedians. Let's and- just get back to the old days where they had three, four comedians a week. No. I think yeah. that was the quote. We'll never be happy. No, we could be happy. No, Kamar's probably right. We'll never be happy. We'll never all agree, but one of us could certainly be happy. That is true. Uh, 1989 kicked off the week. Andrew Dice Clay, the Dice Man cometh. Uh, was this his first appearance? Nope. Okay. Uh, 1990, his movie came out, Burt Kreischer. I'm over Burt. Like, not over Burt, but over Burting. Overdosing on seeing him on the internet. And you, 1991. You're, you're burnt out. I need some. Yeah, I'm burnt out. You're burnt out on <laughs> burnt. I'm burnt out. We need to get him on some birthadone. 1991. <laughs> protect our parks, which is just it's just like it's rude at this point. I didn't mind protect our parks. Well, I, I like this inside baseball. You just see what they do. Like if they, where do they have time to work and stuff? They're just having a good time. I mean, they're just the, living their best lives, and it doesn't three, get easier. These three guys really pulled off like the biggest coup ever. They've arranged so that they are Joe's um, go-to once every couple of months, and they just come on and get as trashed as possible. Like, oh, and where is Brendan Schaub? It just asks the question. No, we're not. We know where he is. No, but he, he but. Just, there is a breakup between those two. For sure. Agreed? I you don't, don't look care. into it. No, no, it doesn't matter if you care or not. It's just, as a, a fan of the show, Brendan Shaw would have come through by He's now. He did. Mo- He's the most. What are you talking my about? Bad, he, was in, he was in Austin. He, he did the show. We Remember, we were like, okay, I guess it's not as bad as my Brian bad. Callen has. draw everything. He just hasn't been to the mothership. Yeah, that's the... Well, he hasn't paid his dues. I also haven't been to the mothership. Well, yeah, you're not a comedian neither is he playing in la and stuff i mean and it's interesting that it's replaced sober october sober october used to be our tom are too big now yeah our bane exactly sober october was our bane he's still sober during october Oh, but i would take this a thousand times over a thousand of uh Sober October. This is Come what on. I'm saying. This is way. This is what better. I'm saying. Parks yeah, yeah. is way better than Sober October. The kind twist of fate. But Sober October only came once a year. Yeah, well, it's true. They like to get fucked up more than once a year. They only like to get sober once a year. Anyway, Shane was hilarious. And that's Shane's always yeah. hilarious. But they always. just got too fucked up. You could tell there were these weird long mushroom pauses and like. Well, we'll we'll get that to the breakdown. I, I think it was most evident when uh, Shane and Joe left. Yeah, and the energy changed so much, not hold bad, it down. but it was just different. And you realize, oh my God, I've just been listening to people yelling at each other <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> You're fucking running this show, pal. <laughs> well, I, I, those are the those are the guests of the week. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to rate it oh, before um, me. <clears throat> I give it a two. I don't know. That feels so generous. I'll mimic that too. We have an agreement. Like as far as comedians go, it wasn't bad, but like just 
same conversations over and over. Yeah. I don't need that in my life. You don't need that. Well, again, we under the lens of uh, what is this Joe Rogan experience and tuning into any one of these episodes for the first time and your first introduction, I'm sure it's... No, disagree. It's a different, it's a different um, lens. No, if you tuned in for the first time and listened to that Bird episode, 25 minutes in, you were like, are these guys going to stop sucking each other's dick and talk about something of value or are they just going to be... Because like, that's all... That's you need to just you literally need to bypass the first twenty minutes of every yeah. It's like a perpetual motion machine yeah. They, where they're both, they yeah. came in, they docked, and then they just rocked back and forth. yeah. And Bert has the same skill that Andrew has of complimenting you and then feeding it why I am actually even better for it. Um, I'd really like to get your opinion on this. Something to that vein. And then, like we said before, the guys are just having a time of his life. You, I'm just jealous. Like, yeah, of course, we're haters. Well, well, everyone's jealous. Are we talking about this episode now? No, let's start uh, one. We haven't, we haven't started any episode. Uh, but uh, I think we're starting off with uh, the Dice Man Cometh, 1989. I just got to say this: it, it seems like there was a disconnect because Dice was like, felt like Dice was trying to like like big man him with his numbers like yeah. i was selling out madison square garden and it was i'm like no he, he was trying to pass the torch but it had been taken like five yeah well, seven years ago that's kind of what i'm saying like he was saying these things like i don't know i was kind of like dude this guy uh the guy sitting across from you sells out monsters but, every night but but he's he's doing the the uh al bundy when i was in high school i was the football champ because it's interesting that it's 1989 is the number of this episode. In 1989 was the year he blew up. And I, for one, like, I still don't remember anything funnier than the first time hearing his. I think we had a Walkman and we both had ears in, smoking hash behind 7-Eleven. He was probably the first comedian I ever heard. Like, just killed that, me. Yeah, probably just that. And then I heard Eddie Murphy do Delirious or something. I heard Eddie Murphy first. Just killed me. And, and, and. You would have heard Delirious first, Simon. It was before 89. It was before all that Dice Man shit. It was? Eddie Murphy, yeah. Okay. Yes, like he said, he came after Eddie Murphy. And um, it was the biggest thing. Yeah, listen, I remember my dad was a huge Dice Man fan. And he was selling out huge. Listen, Steve Martin also sold out like huge. Yeah, I, know, I thought know. he was going to give him some um, cred. Some flowers. Because that's what people don't say. And no one ever when mentioned they, when Steve Martin. When they go Martin. back to a point, but it's not much more before that. And I think the most interesting thing about Dice, contrary to all other comics, is like it was never about the comedy. It was about the acting. He wanted to be an actor yeah, I know. First, he, yeah. first and foremost. That's why, what was it? Uh, not Hudson Hawk. That was the terrible Bruce Willis movie. What was the fucking... There's nothing wrong with Hudson Ford Hawk. Ford Fairlane. Ford Fairlane. Thank you. That's why the whole Ford Fairlane... Hudson like, Hawk, classic. Terrible movie. Classic. Bruce Willis? Classic. Classic. Terrible Ford Fairlane, film. one of my favorite movies. Uh, I don't remember it. I know I watched it when I was a kid because my dad... Al Bundy is in it. Oh, but yeah? it, it was just... he He was just... In a world where you don't have the instant access, yeah. you know, whatever, if he was in a movie, if he was on a commercial, if he was on a show for one second, it was like getting a glimpse because you know nothing else. So, so Eddie Murphy Delirious was 83 mm-hmm. and um, active years for 
Clay was 78 to like I they must have come out right at the same time. 88 is when Hickory Dickory Dock. You remember that well, you know, that's the all. Rodney Dangerfield special. That oh, that's okay. Okay, all right. Fine, fine, fine. I wasn't even trying to argue. I'm just saying it feels like our generation, Eddie Murphy, probably would have been the first big mm-hmm. time. Like you said, 83 was the year I was born. But I remember my and, dad. And prior. Prior was doing. No, I wasn't stuff. watching Prior. No, no, I, I nor, nor was I. No, I'm saying the first two things, first two comedy I watched was Eddie Murphy Delirious and that uh, listening to that uh, Dice Clay. Yeah. Like when was Raw? What year was Raw? Must have been like 85, 86. Oh, maybe well, later. Maybe later. 90, 89. I was going to say 90. Yeah. Um, because Red Fox is underrated too, as far as dirty. Yeah, like everyone loved Red Fox. Yeah. You know when you know this show Sanford Son. He's an old guy. Yeah, he's the same age I am. Eighty seven, eighty seven. In between what we all said. Yeah. But he was on in twenty sixteen seventy seventy nine with Joey Diaz. So hold on, Red Fox was your age when he played that old yeah, man. Yeah, that role. Yeah, cigarettes were different back then. Cigarettes, <laughs> lead paint, and like he, all sorts li- of li- the gasoline. Yeah, the gasoline. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the leaded yeah. gasoline. That's he, a crazy stat. Eh? Oh, well, we'll save it for. Did you take that note? I'm sure he did. Stupid yeah. gas. Le- the lead. <laughs> the lead years. Stupid gas. That's what they called it. <laughs> Dude, what a great name for a documentary, man. Where they talk about that shit. Stupid gas. That's oh, hilarious. I love it. You should trademark that shit right now. Get the fucking uh, Instagram handle. Excuse me. So Dice was on. Bless you. Jesus. Bless you. Fucking enough already. Thanks. I said bless you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kept going. Go ahead, come on. He was on in 2016. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you Episode 779 with Joey Diaz. He also brought his son on like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. trying to push his son stuff. He did. I don't remember any of this. So did he do the son while we've been recording yes. the show? For real. For real. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to have to look that up, Jamie. I'll pull it up, but I'm almost certain. I have zero recollection of that, and I mean zero. <laughs> yeah, that's because it was a terrible episode. Wow. One of the things I enjoyed was him constantly renaming uh, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up Vincent. <laughs> Vincent. Vincent. Hey, Roberto. Just trying bring to bring that um, clip up. Yeah, he asked too much to bring his own show. I sent you that clip so you could put it on, Vincent. He uh, <laughs> he told a story oh. about Joe fighting a heckler and Joe being all uh, nonchalant how badass he is about it. When you go back and look at some of like uh, when Joe. When you go back and look at like the Carlos Mencia stuff, when Joe goes on stage, he's nobody really. Well, he at that time, I mean, he's somebody, and the crowd is supporting him, but he doesn't come off good in it. it do you know what I mean? Because like, he sounds like he's sort of complaining. No, he sounds like a jockey. He's always screaming and like getting in people's faces, and he's come a long way. Yeah. But back then, he was just full of fucking juice and testosterone, man. He I wonder if he was even juicing back bulging then. At, no, I think it was all natural at that point. You know, he still had his own hair. It was. He uh, he referred to Joe as having a hit sitcom, and Joe like it wasn't a hit sitcom. And I wonder if it had been. Because it, it got popular after the fact. You know what? It was enough. It was enough. Joe's always ha- never had to worry about money. But ever what- since he got into Hollywood. Yeah. But what if it had turned into like a Friends or a Seinfeld thing? He never becomes Joe Rogan. I don't know. He ended up doing Fear Factor anyway. So he kind of like, what would have been the difference? You know what I mean? He got stuck in another vehicle for years. 
he still managed to get out of it. He probably ends up in the same place. Like Joe is who Joe is, whether he's on a sitcom or not, you know? Yeah, I just think if he has friends money, all this happens maybe a little quicker. That'd be the best. Maybe, or maybe it just takes this long to like yeah. be able to do something like that, you know? But I just mean like building the, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Well, you need the pandemic to have the move. There's a yeah, lot of moving yeah, yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're There's right. a lot of yeah. stuff happening. Well, without the pandemic, he pr- it probably takes him another 10 years to move to Austin, you know? Probably never moves to Austin. Or maybe never moves to Austin. Well, I don't know. No, because he moves because of the politics. That's yes. really why he gets out. Like, he talks the, the, about other the reasons. The pandemic's forced his But, hand. yeah, that was really it, right? Well, why would he have ever left? Like, the store still would have been popping. Popping. That's, exa- that's exactly it. Like, that, it was when the store I died. I think maybe because of the fires. The <laughs> fires. <laughs> Native American Kamar? No, that was by East LA. Oh. Do, Look oh. out for the <laughs> fires. The fires. Do, the, do the houses out there all have, like, sprinkler systems on the roofs? There's so stuff that, like that, but uh, there was just an article well, that came out. Uh, that, I was going to talk about the totally post, do that. Only on the Patreon, uh, people are starting to have trouble getting fire insurance. Did you see uh, Selling Sunset? Did you? Did you hear that? Did yeah, you? It's the Roomba. Oh, did you watch Selling Sunset? No, I'm not watching that show. Well, anyway, at one point they're selling a house in the Hollywood Hills, and it's two hundred thousand dollars a year fire insurance. Jesus! As long as you live there, you have to pay two hundred thousand dollars a year on top of the price. I mean, I say Jesus. The house was probably $25 million. Some, it, it is so, some yeah, of the that. point is, is no one's buying that house and then being like, whoa, wait a minute. Speaking of ungodly amounts of money, Lisa Vanderpump in one of the episodes rolls up in a Rolls Royce Phantom. Mm-hmm. And just car. for kicks, I was like, Halima, what do you think that car costs? What do you think that car costs? 500000 It's in between four fifty and five ninety. U.S. On U.S., yeah. yeah. That's so sad when we say that. <laughs> Real money. Uh, not for long. So crazy. Pat McAfee talks about how he bought one. He was like, it's the worst purchase I've ever made. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Just He was like, I don't drive wise. it. I don't drive it. It just sits there. He cares there. too it's much a, about it. It's a depreciating too. asset. Like Maybe it, it, maybe not phantoms because they make so few of them, you know? But yeah, you're probably I mean, a car, right. you know, just in general. I guess you're right. There has, there has been sections like the last couple of years where a used car is worth more than crazy yeah, yeah. even right now yeah you're right used cars yeah, are like right. ridiculously expensive but that Why? usually Chips, that usually supply means chain. that usually means there's going to be some sort of bubble oh, in a crash a supply chain putin. because of the putin. Uh, pandemic putin, putin. um <laughs> so he's the master of the compliment the brag he compliments you and the brags about himself yeah who are we talking oh uh dice clay or dice i thought we were on bert sorry first guy to get canceled he was banned from MTV, and if you watch the clip of, of oh, Lenny Bruce, sure, modern time yeah, for okay, us. Sure. Yeah. Um, if you watch the clip, he does go off like it's pretty. Knowing what you know now, he's not supposed to do that, and he just does that, and they're laughing. It. It's fucking cowboy. We're man. so trashy. Um, yeah, it's cowboy man. <laughs> and the, the you know who Dick Clark was, right? Of course. The, the, the douchebag, eh? Well, no, listeners don't. But okay. the, he was just straight well, lace, American him. bandstand, the straight hair, but him freaking out at her yeah. studio. It was a good story. So I think this is an excellent episode. Um, There's no way you thought this was an excellent no, episode. No, I like how he did that, though. It's one of his Kamar things where he says everything and then wraps it up with a little bow at the end. It's true. And you don't yeah. have any chance to respond, so that's just how it is. That know? is what he did, yeah. But like today, his canceling just propelled him further he was getting calls off the hook according to him 
Yeah. Because of that, which is hold it true. Uh, who cares? <laughs> they banned me from a music station. <laughs> like, I don't even do music, okay? Yeah. Like, he's such a dick, and it comes out later on when he starts bad-mouthing he, people. He was doing, like, 100,000-plus seats. Joe doesn't do that kind of numbers. Joe does, like, 15,000, 18,000. Joe sure could the fir- do, I bet Joe could do 100K. Now, but he was the first to do Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Even though Steve Martin was doing some stadium stuff, he was the first to do it. And he'll always have that. And he's just like, I think, seeking more approval. Well, hold on. mentioned with other comedians, but when he says it was never about the comedy, I think that's what excludes him from the conversation. Like his, like it was funny when I was a kid. You know what I mean? But those like. Hearing him do them now as an old man, I was like, ugh. It's no. So does, I've never, and granted, I'm, I don't know here, but does he have like other stuff besides that now does he still go around and do these nursery rhymes you mean? no i'm asking like what does he do i know he does his videos on uh youtube but when he goes and does shows what are the you have no idea he does stand up he has routine yeah nothing to do with hickory dickory dock i'm sure he does that like the machine probably okay gotcha 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 cool yeah, he, he's, he, he's a stand-up comedian but he now he's an actor he's he's achieves everything he wants and he's holding on to grudges and that's what makes him ugly. Other than that, he's a legend. Well, for those years that he was selling out those arenas and stuff, that was on the wave of like that certain type of comedy he was doing. And then he did when the comedy died because he was like internally fighting back at that, right? This fact that he... He just didn't care. He had achieved everything he could. It, it really makes it cooler if you listen to it. Have you listened to it? No, it sounds terrible. I've heard clips Because you keep of waiting it. for something to happen. You keep waiting for it to really go, but he's uh, he's just doing crowd work. And, and it's one of the highest selling comedy albums of all time. Yeah, that's so bonkers to me. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. I, it's the same year that his other special came out, though. Do you understand this? Right, like, so he just... Everybody as, bought the album, has listened to it once, and never listened to it ever but, again. But Simon... You're forgetting too that like Gangnam Style is one of the most popular songs of all time because it sounds good and people can bug out to. Well, it, it's you just know? It, it, it was also like a, the video made it like uh, I don't know. Just because something is the best selling thing of all time, well, it just occurred to me too. I think comics respect it because like uh, who would ever put that out? Yeah, Tom Segura though did it in the big, very beginning of his podcast. I've told the story before on this podcast. I apologize if it sounded like Joe Rogan. Where he put out a set in Winnipeg where he bombed and my buddy was the MC who was killing. So much so they were like, bring back the MC. And you're like, why would you why would you ever put out something of you bombing? But that's the realest thing you can uh, encapsulate. I don't know if you listen to I'll, I'll talk about it in uh, the next one or further on. Ari is finishing off his podcast. The Skeptic Tank. And one of the second last episodes is a breakdown of his album, Jew. I don't know if you've ever, he does the breakdowns with someone where he'll listen to the whole album yeah. and then and stop it, it and say what we're doing here and stuff. It's six hours long. Whoa. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But Who's, Who does he do it with? Himself. Oh, just by himself. Just himself. But um, the whole point being is no one would ever put out something that made them look bad. You'd think. Because I know everyone posts clips of them um, killing. But I think you got to put 
clips of you bombing. But this almost feels like one of those like um, social comedy experiments, you know, where you're like, I'm the most popular comedian in the world. I could literally put out an album of me. 100%. burping into a cup and 100%. I'm going to sell more than I did. Like to me, that's what this is. I, and, and looking kind of any more into it. It's also a gimmick. So people go buy it like, Oh dude, well, did you hear that he put out this album where he doesn't even make anyone laugh? Like what? Well, forget even that he releases the album. It's the first album with Hickory Dickory doc. Yeah. It's so fucking popular. Everybody loves it. According to Kamar in that same year, he releases this. Everybody's going to buy it thinking it's going to be like the next thing. So you're pretty much just tricking people. You know what I mean? You're like it and good for him. It's a brilliant way to fucking make your nut, you know, and you have to fall through with it. It's not like you just record it and put it on YouTube and it'd be produced and distributed. Well, no. And that's why, like, if it's on YouTube, nobody has to pay for it. And then it doesn't have that. Like, it's no good to you. You know, the bottom line is nobody fucks with dice. Dice does the fucking. That's the greatest fucking line ever. And he passed that to Rogan. It says, no one fucks with Rogan. Rogan does the fucking know. Well, I don't know if you know, but nobody fucks with Simon. (laughs) Simon does the fucking. It's also just funny to me because he's like the whole, you talking about him passing the torch. It's like he didn't do anything for other comedians. Yeah. No, it sounded like it was a huge prick. Jim Norton was his opener before he he got on Jim and Sam. Okay. My point is he hasn't done a fucking fraction of what Joe's done for. Well, no comedians have done that. Yeah. Okay. But my point is everyone that comes on putting people over. How about that? And he was talking about, he came from a time where guys would try to steal people's bits and sabotage them. Yeah. It must've been a whole different thing. And I imagine like back then you must've had to be really careful, you know, considering like Kinnison was trying to sink him and like the whole thing, you know? Anyways, um, but Joe keeps talking about how, like, now everybody is so, you know, supportive of everybody else. Like, it's easy to be supportive when you have something. Yep. It's a lot less easy to be supportive if yep. you're fucking struggling. I want to know how I could be more supportive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, sometimes it just seems so tone deaf, man. Yeah, it, 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 we're, we're just, we're just peasants listen to the, hey, it's just the frust- it's frustrating bear versus tiger yeah bear versus a lion well you're talking about a fight that's what they're talking about yeah i know bear versus a tiger would be an amazing fight i don't want it but i want it bear versus a lion i think you have to give it to the bear it just because the tiger is more ferocious than the tigers it, are like a better killing machine than yeah, a lion is. yeah and a male lion is like that's what it would go up against, you know what and I mean? And a tiger just, would beat a lion. And the tiger would beat the lion, yeah. Both female and male. So then a full blown grizzly bear against a lion where have a tiger. A tiger, that's your death match, man. That's the fucking If only there was a will, there was a way. you watch Quantum Universe, eh? Quantum the Wasp Ant Man or whatever? The what? Ant Man? The Quantumverse. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad, but it was still cool because it was Quantum. It was I mean, all about yeah, Quantum. Fine, but it's so bad. Those Marvel movies have gotten so fucking bad. I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy, the third one, and I like fell asleep. I just can't. I bet you were late so, and you're pretty high. God, I was so high. But uh, <laughs> they're just so boring now, man. I can't. They're all the fucking same. I haven't seen a single Guardians of the Galaxy movie. The first oh, one you're, you're is one of my favorite movies ever. Best Marvel movie ever made. Interesting. Yeah. 
no, it's it's all good. You you'll really enjoy it one day. It's corny, the music and stuff, whatever. Uh, don't give your money away. That was jo- uh, Andrew's advice. He got some pretty uh, dark gambling stories and stuff, and how the dice man always comes out. But don't <laughs> give your money away. Well, obviously, he spent a lot of money on stuff. He said he was just giving five thousand dollars to homeless, homeless guys people yeah. and this and that. Well, when I you call have- it dice altruism. It's you know the story of like uh, this isn't altruism but uh, Mike Tyson had like whatever ten houses ten mansions and just his bill for the gardening at all those mansions was like a million dollars a month or something you know like it's easy to when you just start being crazy with your money the problem is when the money stops coming in yeah because like if you if you're Mike Tyson you're bringing in like. 50 million a year. It's fine. As long as you keep bringing that money in. So, I mean, dice must be worth a ton of cash, right? I doubt it. Okay. Hold on a sec. So, cause that's, I think he's not worth as much as he could have been worth if he spent his money more wiser, but I don't think he, so all that money he made from the, the giant shows, they gambled a lot of it away. You think he, and then he went on hard times? No, I don't think he's ever felt hard times. He's just not as successful as he once was, and he's bitter about it. Um, he gave the hat that he wore in uh, the day after died to Joe. And I don't know if he saw it, but it looks like a giant oh mushroom yeah. cow. Joe, this thing smells terrible. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, it smells any, like cabbage. Anywhere between one and 10 million, I can't get an exact. Uh, some, that's a pretty some wide say birth. one, some say ten. I just that's very surprising. So, or was it just no? Because if you're selling out Madison Square Garden, yeah, but in the end, in, his cancellation did uh, hurt him in the avenue he was trying to go. He was trying to go Hollywood, right? TVs. But he still made Ford Fairlane. He still did all those shows. He must have made a fucking huge amount of money. We talked about how he gambles millions of dollars away. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'll uh, do it. Dice is his impression of Travolta as a misogynist and piece of shit, which is interesting. You know, like you do a lot of impressions. His Travolta was fucking incredible. Yeah. If you could find, you know, a character in one of them, because there's a comic here who does stuff with a puppet and he talks. It's not even like a ventriloquist and it kills. <laughs> that's great when it's just, not even a ventriloquist. I love that. But it's just, just it's just there's enough separation, yeah. and that's what he managed to do. You, with Travolta you should totally get a Kamar. You should get like a Babar. No puppet, shit, the elephant. Uh, he said he destroyed his very first time on stage. He, he may have a sort of a crazy story. He destroyed his very first time. Six months, he's selling out shows like. So, but he wasn't doing the the. He was doing Travolta, Elvis. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he did the Nutty Professor. I mean, but was. like in all, uh, listen, if you have a great impression back in the day, you could get yeah, really it. Absolutely, Rich Little. You can't do that now. Like people look down on comedians who go on stage and do like Comedians do though, I think. Know? I don't think people do. I don't think general. No, I mean like if you want to win like America's Got Talent or something, you can do impressions, but I don't think you're going to like impress comedy judges with, you, you know what I'm saying? If your whole act is... Dude, come on. I remember. If you have one or two impressions, that's okay. But if your whole thing is an impression guy, you know, come on. I remember what some of the feedback they gave to one of the girls that at that comedy thing was uh they were like, Yeah, the jokes you did about your dad, like do them all without the accent. And they were like, then you'll know if it's funny or not, which was their way of being like, it's not funny, you're just trying to do like a But we know funny out of by all means necessary. Uh, listen. I mean, 
Yeah, it's weird that advice. No, I think that's good advice. It's like if you want to see how good this joke really is, do it without making a funny voice, and then you'll see the quality of the joke. And it's not just your accent that's making people laugh. I mean, that's but, that's what I got out of it. It wasn't terrible advice. I get what you're saying. Like, if it's making people laugh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? right? But you're not writing a good joke at that point. You're doing a good accent. I get it, but I think Kamar's saying is that you know the customer is always right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if if you're there to that's get all laughs, he was talking about well, too. sure. Then you just get up and you read out of a fucking phone book in an accent. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's Why bother even writing jokes at that? It's point? been done. Um, no, but usually, usually people do a their voice uh, buying gas or something like that. Like Shane, perfect example is Trump stuff. Like hilarious, you know what I mean? But his whole thing isn't just Trump voices. True. Yeah, I think at this point in comedy, it is um, a tool. It's an arrow. Yes, and, an you, arrow should, and, and you shouldn't overuse it. You should, you know. I mean, if you have a totally different persona, that's a whole different story, you know? Like an emo Phillips. Or whatever, if you're like uh, Larry the Cable Guy, or if you have a different guy you're playing. Yeah, no. It's different. Mitzi did not think it was going to work. So much for being the genius guru of comedy. Um, That was a nice little tidbit. Mitzi's Uh, been wrong about a couple of people. Seinfeld, Dice Clay. (laughs) Apparently anybody who became huge. (laughs) (laughs) the, 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 The greats work in mysterious ways. Um, comics were ugly before him, he was saying. Like, do you ever feel comics are too good looking? I mean, is Andrew Dice Clay like a super good looking guy? Not anymore. He looks sort of like Elvis. Just generically, uh, he wasn't he wasn't dorky or ugly. Well, I mean, I don't remember, like, granted I was young, but I don't remember seeing, like, Ford Fairlane and thinking, like, what a heartthrob, you know? No, but I get what Kamar's saying. He's not an ugly guy. Like he's a no, he, but I'm saying just as a stand-up comic. That too, comedians. Like there was a time yeah. where comedians were just the homely, like sure, fine, the Woody, Woody Allen, Allen, whatever, and and they had to get by on their humor. So I think uh, Louis C.K. may do a bit about it, about how like it's not fair when good-looking guys are funny. I mean, I find it an issue. <laughs> uh, I'd be way funnier if I was uglier. I'm sure of it. Um, yeah, you just dice man himself definitely there. holding you back. Absolutely. Thank you for recognizing that. 100%. Stop trying to dress with your eyes, goddammit. I want to be respected for my opinion. His favorite comic is Don Rickles. Good and luck with that. There may be, I mean, that must be what David Lucas is sort of, not Don Rickles level, but, you know, just so uh, it was uh, Jeff Ross. Don Rickles is the best. His Frank Sinatra story is like one of the top 10 stories of all time. And that's something we should not lose as a society. Don Rickles-esque type characters. Yeah. I fucking love Don Rickles. He was in Casino, right? Yeah, he was the pit boss. Yeah. yeah. Um, Great I, role for him. A lot of tears were shed in this episode. I like to see you cry. <laughs> he told, uh, uh, Andrew told Joe. And Joe told Andrew as they wept together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what were they crying about? Uh, Mitzi Joe no. chokes up about Mitzi Andrew just chokes up about how successful No Andrew he was. choked up about something <laughs> He just like it really hit him hard I can't remember what it was But did you watch Crime Story? I used to watch Crime Story yeah I, did, I don't remember Andrew Dice Clay even being in it Yeah no he was uh, like the bad guy Yeah I, d- I don't really don't remember Because he was good 
Was Crime Story the one that's I'm a walking? Yes, 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 yes. But that's the I don't remember. That's the first iteration. That's the first young. It's the first iteration of Casino, Goodfellas, all that stuff. See, I don't even remember. See, I don't remember it at all. I only remember the theme song and my dad loving it. And we all used to sit down and watch. And I'm sure I read comic books. It was books very violent. Dennis Farina was the cop. That's right. Dennis and it Farina followed was the Miami guy. Vice. And Miami Vice was sort of running its that's, course. That's exactly why we. And Crime he, Story. My dad loved Miami Vice. <laughs> Everyone loved Miami Vice. Cocaine and Ferraris. Are you kidding me? Uh, Crockett and Tubbs. And I'm nine years old. Uh, crime story was set in like the sixties, seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd love it. Like it's it's like it's just like uh, no, it's more dramatic than even uh, Sopranos because Sopranos like a dark comedy, but it's in that it's all about mobsters and uh, he still threw shade at Dom Herrera. Joe did not defend Dom. What happened? He's like he's a piece of shit. Like they fought, they hate each other. They hate each other. And Joe's not trying to broker peace. He's falling out with Dom as well. I suspect Joe's falling out with Dom. No, Dice and Dom have had a. Well, they have, and and Joe doesn't talk about Dom. Has had him. Oh, like Dom Irera used to be greater. So you than, do think Joe and Dom have a beef? Well, Dom Irera used to be greater than uh, Joey Diaz was too. I love Joey, but Dom is like Dom. I, like. I wonder if um, some of these like old school comedians are looking at this whole Rogan thing differently than like the younger crew, you know? I'm sure they do. Yeah. Cause they're like, you shouldn't be fast tracked ever by any means. As in like, if you haven't put in your fucking 10 years, you don't deserve to go on Rogan and then just get like a fast track to. Oh no. I meant like Rogan, like, you know, just being Rogan having to kiss the ring and things like that. It's different when you're an older guy. You know? I don't think they kiss the ring. I don't think they ever will. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe they just, I don't know if I was like a, I just think if you're a guy like Dom Irera, you're like, what do I care that Joe has opened up a new club in Austin? Like I still tour. I stay like, I don't know. No, I just think he's probably like, why the fuck do I need to go and do Rogan? I like, feel God, his you know. absence. That's all I'm saying. Absence. His abstinence. Absence. Absence. Uh, Dice had a heart attack at 60 and balls, Bell's palsy and was making, was doing Sammy Davis Jr. impressions, which is just hilarious. It's so brutal, man. No, but do you remember? It was brutal that they were putting him on TV when no, you were kids. No, I don't remember. You don't oh, remember Sammy, Sammy Davis. Davis. Yeah, no, Sammy I don't remember. I remember <laughs> seeing him. <laughs> and now that you know all he went through, like what a champion See, I didn't was. know what was going on at the time, though. You know what I mean? Course, I just thought that not. was like him. Ugly guy that's sort of scaring me on telethons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who could take a rainbow? Like, hey, there's no fucking way I'm calling that guy. Yeah. Oh, we're such horrible people. Doesn't like the the c word, cunt. Um, he he like there's so much other beautiful words for vagina. Uh, he's Mr. Romantic. It is his sexual prowess knows no bounds. Um, Eddie Murphy defended him, which I, I hope is true, and I think is true. He just tells stories like an old, like every old rock star that's been on, like just the good old days. And I used to be the best. It was very similar to like, uh, who's the samurai? Like fucking David Lee Roth. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, I've always said it's interesting that he shits on Nora Dunn because she was the one on SNL. Said, I'm not going to go on. That's who that was? That's who it was. Nora Dunn. And then uh, his his comeback in his mind's eyes was when he was on the last season of Entourage. Yeah. And I would say Nora Dunn was on Entourage. She was Ari's psychiatrist. 
Oh, yeah? So they, it, it all works out. Huh. Grudges don't matter. You want to talk about a show that does not hold up? Entourage? Yeah. Really? Because of, of phones and stuff. It's just like, it's not a good show. It just doesn't make them look cool anymore. <laughs> At the time, like, I remember watching the first episode, and they're smoking, they're smoking a blunt in a phantom, of all things. Yeah. And Gangstar's work is playing. And I remember being like 19 or 20 and being like, get out of here. There's a show playing the music I like. It was like a dream, but the know. first couple of seasons were okay, and then it just jumped the shark, you know. Yeah, I just I don't know. I feel like it didn't. Everything has its time and place, but that was his big comeback. Um, he's gotten claustrophobic from the crowds, which is an interesting thing. I, I can't do crowds, and that's otherwise you'd be successful, you know. I think that's age what I don't want. makes you less. Able to deal with absolutely. Crowds, I yeah. was overwhelmed at the uh, Great Lee Show as well. Like when you're when you're young, a crowd is just another thing for you to conquer. Mm-hmm. And when you're old, you are like overwhelmed by it. I find. Yeah, they give me panic attacks. I always have a panic attack now. Well, too many people around like that. That's why I don't like going to sporting events and things like that. I just all of a sudden my brain starts going crazy. I'm like, if there's some sort of disaster, like. Everybody's gonna trample each other. Sporting uh, event, is sporting event, thing. I can do. Yeah, I was but just say. walking up and down a street, there's just so many people on it. Like it was a lot yesterday. Even Blues Fest, like being in that crowd for some reason, I gotta yeah. be like at the back. Yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of separated. Food trucks yeah. or whatever, in in some open air near an exit. Yes, yeah, all those things. <laughs> exit yeah. insight. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't anything else, uh, Andrew Dice Clay brought Guns N' Roses back together. Or is according to it, him. Is there anything he can't do? <laughs> he's one of the greatest drummers ever. Um, I also, too, was like, that's not really a claim. To, like, I, I know people were clamoring for them to get back together. And when they did, everyone was like, oh, this wish, isn't great. I wish they had stayed apart. Yes. Oh, no. They fucking Hard dice clay. disagree. Hard Go disagree. fuck yourself. They were terrible. You listened. Hard to, hold disagree. on a second. You still listen to like Guns N' Roses after... Um, use your illusions. Hard disagree, dude. You waited. Yeah, I, I went you to the waited show. two decades for fucking Chinese democracy to drop, and it was disappointing. But I went to the show and loved it, and still like to listen to that's Guns N' Roses. Well, yeah, because they're playing old songs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. They didn't grow as a band. Thank you. Anyways, uh, I love Guns N' Roses, but like up I till too. Use Your yeah, Illusions, and there's no reason for them to get back together. And and even on those albums, there's some like questionable tunes and like fat axel rose nobody wants to see that dude every time he goes out he just keeps breaking bones <laughs> he's got osteoporosis no he just kept fucking himself up for a while like yeah because he was overweight and yeah, like I know. out of it's shape like me and, trying to skateboard yeah you know? like the reason acdc are successful is because they just stayed on the road you know what i mean those joints can Jesus. I don't think they could do what they used to do. ACDC is one of those bands that was able to change their front man and just keep on going like nobody, you know? When did that happen? They used to have a different guy. He died of some... Uh, hey? But that was like one album, right? I think the first two albums, actually. Who? ACDC. But like as they got famous... They had a different guy. Well, a Van d- Halen did that too. Yeah, no, I just but always he, find that interesting. Van Halen, they, they're just like you're annoying. Yeah, they did. He didn't die. Yeah. They, they he, just he died. They replaced yeah. him. He had some like throat thing. Didn't Very that have hard ex, to do in excess too. Yeah, but they he, they that never, never really worked. It this, never kept going. This actually, uh, they replaced him, and they ended up even probably more making better. Yeah. Maybe not better, but uh, more successful music. Thunderstruck. Uh, 
Classic. Shook you all night long. Actually, that had Bon Scott guy. not died, I think that was his name, Vaughn Scott. Who bon is the Scott. who is the second guy? Brian, I think. I think it's an ordinary Brian name. Murphy or he something. He looks like a uh, yeah. He has a, a looks like a plumber. He wears that little hat, yeah. not like Angus Scott, a different yeah. uh, or Angus Young rather. That's the guitarist. Yes, <laughs> they're a band that stayed out trouble and just rocked their whole time. True, you never heard anything about them publicly. Oh, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. I knew. It was I knew it was a very mundane, like white. Two very um, common names. Yes, yeah. Brian Johnson. Tim Smith. If you were making up somebody's name, you might say Brian Johnson. Yeah. And if I believe he's he's English, and the brothers were from Australia. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought they were all they from were Australia. All, they, they were, but the new singer the new Brian singer. Johnson. Interesting. 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 Okay. And uh, that has nothing to do with uh, Dice Clay. That's I've just probably thought, why it's so interesting, interesting, interesting. <laughs> he got bitter, like, fuck Jay Leto, fuck this guy, fuck that guy, fuck, which is, I think, is character detriment. That, well, no, at least it shows his honesty. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, we appreciate that. I appreciate that. I think it's unhealthy. I mean, Holding a grudge good, for that long. Good for him. Well, no, it, 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 you can see he, he, he was having trouble, much like I often do, articulating... What he's trying to say is like, I'm trying to say I was the greatest. Now you're the greatest and you like me. So I'm still great. Sort of mumbo jumbo. And because Joe, Joe had asked him a question. He said, okay, we'll get to that. Oh, and then he'd dive in the story. And he, he wanted to present himself one way and just sort of got caught in the weeds of like, so happy. Well, you can present yourself one way in a 20 minute interview, three hours. Shit's going to go where shit goes. You can't like, I see I'm with you. He was trying to really like come across a certain way, but after you get into these conversations, you know, it just happens. Especially when you're living as an alter ego. I mean, is he now though, or is this him? Like, I think this is him now, right? He's just become the um, a blend of himself and this character. Well, I don't think Andrew Dice Clay is a legal person. No, just, Andrew just Silverstein to te- is. Just to get technical. No, but I'm saying, like, the guy who was on Rogan, mm-hmm. that's Andrew, that's the real guy. That's not a alter ego he's putting on. But when someone decides to do that at 25 or whatever, is it like... Assuming an identity or a gender or the same sort of thing. Well, like I said, I imagine he it must that guy. blend together, right? So who he is now is probably a mix of he him was doing and a character, character. He has become the character to an extent. Like he's not out there fucking smoking cigarettes upside down and calling women bitches. Uh, I mean, I'm maybe, not sure about know. that. <laughs> he is a fun thing he does. I guess he pretends. They're fans of his, but they're not fans of his on uh, Instagram Live or something. But like I said, never meet your heroes because he was this alleged to be, but he'd been on already and had already presented this sort of thing. Simon, by the way, I'm pretty sure when he was on with his son, it was before we started doing this. It was. Okay. That makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense. And I, I imagine I would have skipped that one when I was doing my... Uh... But according to my research, he had been on like five times. What? Yeah. This episode, like, however, wow. 215, 253, uh, 304. Okay. And then the two, this one, and then the one before that Kamar had mentioned. 
yeah, he's he's definitely been on a bunch. My favorite stories are of the old days at the store when he's talking about like Bobby Lee and you know, or Bobby Lee talking about him. Have you ever? It sounded like a fun time. He was like this crazy shit was really popping off for him. You know, well, that, he, was, he was always a big guy there for, for all these guys coming mm-hmm. up, just a legend. And they always talked about him. He's he's just uh, an enigma wrapped in a riddle. It just goes to show you, though, if you make it, if you hit it huge, you should squirrel away like so much money early on. It's rule number one. Like, so, like you should take ninety percent of the money and squirrel it away just on the because, fuck, the sun won't shine forever. I and, wonder what his thinking was. Did he just think it would last? Is that what everyone? I think thinks? that's what so everyone thinks. Yeah, like, forever? yeah, yeah, yeah. This ride well, is never going to end. About John Morant, in the same sentence. He thinks he's never going to stop, so I'll wave guns. I ain't never going to stop playing with guns. You can't make me stop playing with guns. But uh, That's my uh, William Montgomery. You know what's funny about that, too? I ain't never going to stop. This week, the Jets uh, suspended Brendan Eccles for the first game of the season because um, he was in like a bad car accident that I think he caused, and it caused someone to have a severe spinal injury. And I was like, it's nuts. John Morant's about to get a half-season and for I, being in a car with somebody who's waving a gun well waving we like again kamar showed you the video waving sounds like it's out the window and they're fucking threatening i'm just saying whatever i'm just saying that someone caused bodily harm to someone else and the nfl was like one game not even the nfl <laughs> the new york jets no team yeah and then john morant they're like we're gonna give you half a fucking season now i get it's different circumstances like i said last week he sat in front of the commissioner and was like i'm gonna get help i have a problem i'll solve it and then turn around and did that. So I get it. I think he, he, has a, he pretty much went to that meeting. The guy was like, don't play with guns. He's like, absolutely not. And yeah. he's like, but you want to see And then walked my out gun? with a gun. Yeah. Like, oh, a pretty cool one right here. I also think he has a drinking problem, which changes the story a little bit. John Morant. Yeah. Well, it just makes you way more reckless. Yes. Plus, my point is I don't mind, I don't mind a, a U.S. citizen legally carrying a firearm if it's legal. I definitely don't want that person walking around hammered all the time. That's not very safe. What if it's not loaded? Uh, either way, don't forget too. They there was a story of them pointing like they had a beef with some mall security guard, and the mall security guard went outside and said that there was a laser pointer pointed at his chest from in one of the cars. So like that's, I don't know. <laughs> More to the story. Yeah. I wonder how if you watch any rap video, you have to have a armory. Why those it. are all prop guns, and that's all right. Actually, I don't know. It depends because like if you watch UK drill rap. I don't think they are prop guns. I take that back. Because like UK drill rap, they talk about guns all the time. It's guns, 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 guns. It's on YouTube. It's on everything. Like it's, yeah. it's a, like a weird, well, no, in this one place, we can't, we can't censor what people do. It's, it's guns, guns, it, guns, guns, it's guns. their expression. It's just a weird one. It's all over the place. No, because I was thinking, Kamara, I was like, I guess if you shoot like a mat, like a major music video, I assume they might be prop guns. But most videos are shot by like a dude like if me. it's being done on like youtube or something those that's what are i'm real saying guns. those are real guns yeah, yeah 100%. but shouldn't youtube be taking all those videos down yes because guns are bad. i mean according to their guidelines i imagine they those should come down well why well, no. again if you're well i'm pretty sure they have uh anti-gun guidelines no uh well no there's tons of nra videos and like there's all sorts of hunting videos sure. like okay. i don't whatever i don't know i don't know what the oh yeah there's are. guns but not if you're an NBA player in the offseason. Okay, again, I, like we had this argument last week. Oh, no, week. I'm not arguing. I don't. 
he went before the commission. They said, don't fucking use guns. Yeah. He was like, I'm not gonna, I promise. And then he went and done. What do they, they yeah. have to set some I understand. sort of precedent? I get it. I understand. It's, it's just, he's spat in the face of the fucking commissioner. I understand. I was just making the point last week that, you know. And I agree. I think it's stupid. Yeah. At the same time, like, you can't just. I agree. There's no point in arguing. We're, we have an agreement. John Moran isn't bigger than the NBA. No. No, but the NBA shouldn't have the FBI working for them. I think we can no, all agree with that. But if their policy is don't do videos with guns. Yeah. And they're your boss. I understand. Essentially. Because I know you work for the owner of the team, but at the same time, they work. Well, the league is all the owners. Sure, it's like, anyways, it's no, like it's saying. it's like being a YouTube uh, uh, maker, you know, video maker. Yeah, you have to follow creator. some rules because you're working in somebody else's garden. There was a cute moment with Dice trying to talk about uh, aliens and pyramids. Uh, why the note? Excuse me. Why the note? <laughs> what is he saying? He's saying why the North on the pyramid. Oh, but he, 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 he why the note? And he Joe wanted goes, to know why, why they the, were aligned. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> to the, what is that to one the compass? The first repeats. I didn't know what the with, fuck he with was their saying. accent. Why the note? Why the <laughs> why the note? The two Utes. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I thought of. Yeah. Unfortunately, just as uh, Andrew's getting the meat potatoes, talking about how he saved rock and roll, <laughs> <laughs> he got the six words you never want to hear from Joe uh, Dice. I got to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. So what happened there? Well, they were all short this week. They're all short this week, but generally there's a, well, no, we can talk all night. Oh, he, tr- wrap he tried to push it. Joe said, got to wrap this up. And about... 25 minutes later, he cut off the story that uh, Dice was trying to yeah. finish. And he got him out of there. So I don't know how you, that bodes, but if you were interested in Andrew Dice Clay, things are not right. Listen, I found it a little bit of an awkward episode. Super oh, awkward. episode stank. Terrible. Super awkward, but I still give it a three. Oh, one. One. One and a half. I'm sorry. Uh, you'll still get a bump from me, Matt, no, but I rescinded bump. Let's, let's reverse it. Yeah. Yep. Come on, name and a number. Uh, following a successful comedian's 1990, Burt Kreischer. I mean, this might have just been one of the worst episodes ever on Joe Rogan history, and it came from Burt Kreischer of all people. Like, that really shows you the full circle we've come here, fellas. A guy I you used to love to know like dreading him being on the podcast. So as of right now, uh, the machine is fourth in box office behind guardians of the galaxy, fast X and the little mermaid with a, okay. That is some pretty tough competition. No, I was going to say it actually has to be fourth to those. Like it can't beat any one of those. It's number one without those. Well, hold on. Like the little mermaid. Come on. It's a Disney movie. song. remake. It's a, very controversial because she's black I mean, if you want to think that's the reason they're just going to call it the maid um point being i can see why like i would it, i was like fourth that's pretty bad and then he read the names and i was like okay well ahead of super mario brothers which has been up for 52 days yeah um and is now one of the top 10 highest grossing films of all this time. i bet you this makes him like a fucking superstar man well it's interesting because they've had this push yep 
Now you have X amount of people who went and saw the movie. Now, if everyone tells everyone, I saw the machine is great this week. Right. But if it wasn't great, then nobody tells anybody and it just dies on the vine. And a bunch of people that Bert list off will not be getting movies. But he, <laughs> he, he has one foot in. I'm a drunk idiot. One, I've got my finger on the industry. Sorry, one, what? He was you like, if this, you guys, go see this movie, guys. If you if you go see this movie, uh, Shane Gillis will be greenlit. Um, I see what you're saying. Tim Dillon's the hottest property in Hollywood. Like, we got to do this. Uh, Sebastian Mel. I have Stoke a problem imagining Tim Dillon being the lead in a movie. Well, how would that work? He might just write a film. Yeah, he might write a film. Doesn't he doesn't have to be the lead? I was wondering how. Well, no, but you know how Hollywood does too. Like, just because Bert works out doesn't mean Hollywood's just going to go grab every comedian. Like, he could be an insufferable boss. No, but if it does work, let's say it becomes the biggest fucking thing out there, kills. Mm -hmm. Maybe they do start just greenlighting like everybody's idea the way they did fucking sitcoms. He's saying, I promise you, I guarantee you, or my name's not Bert Kreischer. This thing has to make. $200 $200 million. Well, it costs what? Like 30 plus million, something right? 36 effect, yeah. million. That's what, that's so it's got to make 200. I'm just saying if it wants, like if you think about super bad, old school, those kind of movies, they all made like a hundred, around a hundred million. You want to know what super bad made? I could tell you. I'm going, oh. But I think he um, has not been. Is that the um, last big comedy movie that came out super bad? Like that was before or after The Hangover? I would argue. Ooh. I would say before. Yeah, it might be just before. Budget seventeen point five million. That's on super bad, and it grossed a hundred and seventy point eight. So I'm saying it's got to make like two hundred million to be right. And the Hangover that probably made more money. I would imagine. Uh, I would say think? the second one made more. I bet the first one made three twenty five. Hangover. I think they'll be happy if it made a hundred million. Wow, this is great return. Thirty-five million to make. This yeah. is the original. Yeah, four sixty-nine. And you think the Hangover Two did better than that? Yeah, I do. Let's see, if yeah. he made that, then he is a superstar. And wow, everything well, is getting green. It cost eighty to make second one. Yeah, yeah, and it grossed five eighty-six. Told yeah, you, yeah. crazy. That's a fucking. Well, that's the day the laughter died. What's the That's what happens once this were hits. It doesn't matter what you do in the second one. I mean, I haven't seen this movie, obviously. I've only seen the clips they've put in the thing. If those are the best moments in the movie, there is no way it's close to either The Hangover or Superbad. Those are two fucking hilarious the, movies. But I can't remember the clips of those movies if it over-delivered after them. We're in, also in retrospect. I think you're forgetting too that like you saw the hangover dry in the sense that you had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah, where you've heard the machine story multiple times and and you you might be burnt out. Well, you just you have an expectation going and you know where the story goes. Well, it's it's only based on the machine. He like goes now the people are trying to find him. It's not really the I understand, but I have a feeling joke. that they show you the whole machine story at, in flashbacks. You have a feeling? Yes, I have a feeling. It could be, it could be anything. This probably guy, at, when Kamar has feelings, we all got to fucking Probably care. at the beginning of the movie, they do a flashback, I would imagine. Where well, they, I've seen the, the kid that plays young Bert. So I've there, seen the scenes where they does. rob the train. He's the guy for that movie about the guy yeah. who dicks. Yeah. He's a funny guy. So. Who is the guy who plays young Bert? Um, 
Remember I, hold on, I'll look it up. It's yeah. okay. I feel like neither of you guys want to go see it. I do want to see it. Just I'm going to see it Thursday. Oh, really? Yeah. I go to the movie still. I do like, you want I to go movies. see the Sebastian Maniscalco movie? I didn't even see that was Sebastian Maniscalco movie. With De Niro? Jimmy Tatro? Is that the guy who plays Let me see him. Young, uh, Let me see him. This guy? Yeah, that guy, yeah. Kind of looks like a young Burt. Yeah, sure. Oh, Come he's on. a I'll great guy. To, oh, perfect guy to play young Burt. Look at you falling back in love with Burt in seconds, mere seconds. Uh, Burt point out, though, it is his circle of friends as uh, success. Um, Sorry, what did you say? Burt pointed out that his circle of friends is a real reason for his success. For his success. Gotcha. And then he tried to say it's all because of you. And Joe said, well, you're all because of me. And that's not a fair equivalence. It is all because of Joe or way more lopsided. Bert has done a lot of work and is amazing at master, um, marketing himself. But yeah, it's Joe. It's always been Joe. Just from the fact that they said the machine story. I mean, it's. You want to know my least favorite story that Bert tells is the one where he says that Joe comes to him and says, hey, man. We want to be your friend, but you're making it really hard. You don't remember that story? Well, this is my issue with Bert when he tells stories. He tells it all the time. And then he buys him a shot. And they've been let us. Ever since. Let us. Let us. Let us show you. Let us be your friend. That you can trust us. And uh, Bert is way too accurate what people say to him in stories. Like when Patrice came up to me and said, you're too good for this. Or, or what? The language is too precise, and meaning what? What Bert has recreated is oh. what the conversation was like. What was it really? It like? is, it's so succinct. It's like Homer, <laughs> Homer imagining one hundred uh, dinner the party. Fly. Hello, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to see how Bert makes out with the girl, though. That's very interesting that he came in his pants, or said it was method acting. What? I was telling the story about how when he was on set, he had to make out with his actress co-worker. Yeah. And he told Leanne about it. And she was like, yeah, it's fine. You're acting. And then the first take, they made out. And Bert was like, I had to call wardrobe over. Tell I, I came in my pants. Shut up. Did you not listen to this episode? What's I missed. I missed that. Part? Only because you, because I was, because when I see his face and his blank, I'm like, did I, am I making no, this you're up? I'm not making this well, up. You concur. That's crazy. Well, it's not crazy that it happened. It's crazy that he said it on Joe's show. Oh, but, no, both things are crazy. <laughs> but that there's, it's been burned up. <laughs> like, everything is embellished, and he loves so, painting you know, with a don't. You brush. see, I don't think that really happened. Well, I think it's just this He part talked of about character. it, and now makes you, when, if, if I watch the movie, watch the kissing scene, see if I see it. It's like Bobby, <sighs> Lee, Bobby Lee saying that he never really blew the guy. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. just part of his persona. Do you think you could handle having to tell a story every time, like the machine story? I mean, you, you're not you're not like. If I lived in a nice house, doing and had a nice yeah. car, yeah, I could tell the same story. The same over story and over. minus the shirt coming off. That really is like that's what dumbs this whole thing down. You know. Well, he'll never he'll never keep the shirt on. Or if he that. did some sort of dark special, like with a blue light. Hold on. I want to just get wait, wait, wait. I think what's I want to get to the bottom. I want to get to the bottom of this. You for for four million dollars a year, you wouldn't take your shirt off no, on stage I, every day. I would. I'm saying Bert at this point, like he could tell the machine story, 
keep his clothes on, everything would be just fine. He doesn't need to do that anymore. That's that's the part of his show that like makes him a, a joke. To me, anyways. Is but the, give the people what they want. I guess, sure, whatever. Listen, you're you can give the people what you want. There are lots of artists out there who are famous and then they say, This is me now. You know what I mean? Take me or leave me. You don't always have to cater to the fucking people. That seems a little like a crazy way to live your life, but whatever. In this, Bert said, you don't want to see the bender I go on if this is a smash success. Or if it's a smash failure. Either way, he's going on a bender. Well, I don't know if it can be a failure if it's already fourth in the box office. What were the numbers? $3 million in one day. I think oh, I, I don't know. I, I think take that back. No, no, I think that's pretty good for a... Like, the mach- no opening day on a Marvel movie is like five hundred million. But the marketing beh- behind those, you know, they probably spent sixty million dollars in ads and everything. He's, I think, done all his stuff grassroots. You want to? Can I tell you what I think is going to happen? Go Bert on. is going to become super famous from this movie. Mm-hmm. He's going to go on a crazy diet. He's going to get super jacked, like giant six pack and stuff. And that's he'll start taking off his shirt to show his muscles. Wouldn't it be great if he came back on the show and Joe was like, Bert, will you shut the fuck up? And Joe ripped his shirt, or Bert rips his shirt off, was like, outside, now, let's yeah. fucking go. Or he like, you're not going to Neil Young this fucking fight, he Joe. He challenges him to push-ups knowing that he can do like 700 Oh, that'd be now, incredible, you know? yeah. But Joe still beats Joe him. No, but water. Joe still beats Joe him. Joe dies trying to keep up. That's what happens. He has a fucking literal heart attack. What else you got, Kamar? Well, no, it's just interesting looking that he came out with the competition of The Little Mermaid. Pardon me? Like, had he come out last week when The Guardians came out or two weeks ago, that would be worse timing. Way worse. But you do mention it. That is a good point. But they planned that out. I think, yeah. Still poor planning. You would want, there's got to be a weekend this summer or spring. Where nothing's coming out? That's better than. Maybe when you look, you'll see that those blocks are all taken by what's coming. And there's always a good movie. Not I understand good, summer but, blockbusters. I yeah. get it, but I'm just saying, Guardians, <laughs> Fast and the Furious, and and a Disney franchise. That's fucking. That's a tough weekend. Fast and Furious is a tough. I really believe that weekend. that Disney friend that like those live action ones don't do well. They're not like big money makers. And I, I, I think you're forgetting though. This a, is 18. It's a live action of a like a a classic. Like they all are. Yeah, but my point is, like, even Mary, who I thought would, like, she was like, well, I have to go see The Little Mermaid. And what? I was like, why? She was like, well, I watched it a million times as a kid. Like, I loved The Little Mermaid. That's like, so. that's like Disney programming. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, to, the Manchurian Candidate. You're like, must buy four tickets and a large popcorn. Yeah. I, I dig some of the songs. I like this. Apparently, uh, Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched it. No. I mean, you I never watched, saw The Little I, Mermaid? Of course. I and enjoyed da- it. I had a daughter. I watched all those movies. But you enjoyed it secretly on the side? Well, I mean, oh, all, like the all those movies <laughs> were Sebastian. Come on. Kiss the girl. <laughs> Under the sea. Yeah. Um, uh, would you like to have a uh, movie made about your life? Or your life turned into a movie? No. no. <laughs> Nor a, could they turn my life into well, they, a movie. What could. a fucking boring movie <laughs> Maybe that it's would a think piece, sort of independent film. Oh, yeah, that'd be the worst. Mine, mine would be so Want to watch the most average man live the most boring life? Two and a half hours I'm of sh- agony. No, no. Oh, yeah. They give you two and a half hours, though. That's interesting. Bear in mind. 40 minutes out. of agony and boredom. Bear in mind, this movie's based on something that happened in his 20s. I'm sure there's a, a time period of life where a bunch of things happen, and it could be made into a movie. 
Listen, I feel like if you wanted to take some serious Hollywood liberties, I guess maybe you could write a script about Babylon, but it wouldn't be surrounding me. So I guess, I don't know. But that seems like a stretch. Like, you could write a script about a a, a comedy club, right? A and ba- just loosely... Babylon rules? No, I could, I could write a movie about... Uh... Going to Australia, getting involved with gangs. Oh, to bring drugs, them to bring them the game of, of basketball. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. true. Yeah, that's true. As an ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to bring them. The game of basketball. <laughs> what a, Jesus what a great guy. Uh, Bert uh, sort of echoed something that Dice said, which I thought was interesting. Dice was talking about just breaking down a comedy is just be relatable. Yeah. Like talk about stuff that other people relate to. I think that's something that people don't always bear in mind when they're trying to think of the, the funniest joke. Like the funniest joke is the most relatable joke. I'm going to write a joke, a hilarious joke about quantum physics. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to love it. That's a tough break. Or, uh, th- that's a tough starting point. And Bert said, uh, you're trying to appeal to people, but when you find yourself and just be yourself, you appeal. Which is I, when you just become relatable. I think, yeah, we, well, yeah, sure. So the closer you get to yourself, um, on stage than off stage is, and people will just resonate with that, and that's a secret sauce to success. Uh, businesses affected by the lockdown still happening. You guys both saw Clueless. Yep. It's the JRE movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know. It's the movie game, where Matt and Simon go head-to-head, find out what year a movie came out, how much it costs to make, and how much it made the box office. This week, we're doing Clueless, starring Paul Rudd and Alicia Keys. Maybe Alicia, Alicia Keys. Silverstone. <coughs> Alicia Keys is a singer who's African-American. I stand corrected. Starring Alicia Keys, and she's the only credit. Alicia Silverstone. Alicia- <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Hi, stand corrected. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone, who, uh, if she had an OnlyFans back then, oh, would have made fifty million dollars <laughs> and that's every why, month. Yeah, that's my example. If she was an it girl for sure around this time period in history. I'm not to give any clues away, but it was before OnlyFans. Okay, I'm all ready. You have everything done? No. Yeah. Okay, give me one sec here. Well, I'll just go with the year. I have uh, 94. Whoa. God, I must be way off. I said 2003. Release um, date. You're way off. <laughs> 1995. Oh. 2003. Hold on, I must have done this math wrong. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> Next time, try harder. <laughs> I always think of Charlie Murphy. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. 2000. Oh, that's right. I figured I was like 16 years old when this movie came out. Oh, you You would have been 16 in way. 2003. Are you fucking retarded? Yeah. In 2003, I was 20. 20. You're 28. <laughs> no, you're you're 25. 26, something like that. Your math was wrong. Yeah, your math is terrible. Math is wrong. Terrible. But you were 16 then in 1995. You were off by one year, so you're hovering. 
And you saw this movie when you were 16, so yeah, it all I see out. where, I, 1993, I see where I made my mistake. Forgot to carry yes, the two. Yes, yes, I would have been very close. Yeah. Had I not done my math wrong. All right. You want to go with your budget box office there, Paolo? Yeah. I said it did uh, 9.9 million to, to make, make yeah. and uh, 127 gross. I said it cost 18.6 and it made 145. Unfortunately, this was right before with the blockbuster age, I'd say. It, uh, budget, $12 million. Box office, 56.6 million. Wow. I think wow. it was just us going to see this movie, and adults could not care less about this that's idea. That's true, yeah. You you really nailed that. Growing up, so yeah, it was a total true, like, yeah. a generational thing. You're right. But she was a smoking, and she was also the Aerosmith girl. And Paul Rudd hasn't aged a goddamn day since well, this speaking movie. Speaking of Paul Rudd, he's in the... Uh, Ant-Man, Ant-Man, yes. Ant-Man. Okay, <laughs> don't Ant-Man me. <laughs> Did you like how they made Mordok? No, I hated it. But you like Mordok in comic books. It's Modok. 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 Whoa. Mo-doc. <laughs> Who's There's the no nerd bar. over here? <laughs> Tell me you're a virgin without telling me you're a virgin. Um, did you like him in the comic books? I mean, he wasn't like my favorite. He was character. like the weird thing though with the big head. And I was I like Modok when they did him in that um claymation show with the voice of Pat Oswald. That was like perfect. That's better, but I just that was my first portrayal of him in I thought on it was screen. terrible. I thought it looked weird with the giant it just didn't look but right. it looked all right at the end when he's broken and just holding on. Okay. And the, and the little hands. I don't know. I thought I thought it was cute. Uh, I'm glad you liked that so much. Well it's the quantum verse and the ants. <laughs> what if the ants are actually running the whole show? Ants and worms. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Holding the whole thing together. It's the mice and the... Uh, That's um, the movie game! Like and subscribe. Hit that smash button. Hit that hit, smash hitchhiker's button. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I was going to say Guardian's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, yeah. That's um, a good crossover The mice movie. run the whole program. Yep. Well, I think it's, the ants is a lot more believable. Because there's the mo- more of them than anything. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And they don't even sweat it if you kill like a million ants in a second. Maybe it's ants and mushrooms working in tandem. As the aliens would be. uh, Well, because you know those ants that get affected by that cordyceps? The mushrooms there grows out of them. That's. uh... Do you. Are you upset that there's no war for you to fight? No. They were talking about um, some people are sort of resentful that there's no war for them to be in. Okay. So the generation before no, them fought I wars. I am so happy that mm-hmm. there's no war for me to be in. I can't believe there are people who are upset about that. I will say, though, I think, and I'm, it's easy for me to say now that I'm past that age, but there is something to that Korean you have to serve one year. Israel as well. Yeah, I mean, you're, you probably don't go to war. I believe it's no, I get it, but I'm just saying, I think there's something to the whole going and training for a year, just on the yeah, off chance, sure. and it creates, you know, you get good, I don't know. I'm not against that. It probably gives a lot of, like... Um, like country pride too, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm just. Oh, go ahead. Um, Bert talked about listening to his own podcast, and Joe was like, "I don't listen to my podcast." Oh, although I might. So Joe may listen back. He said when it was an Andrew Huberman, and he needed to get information. Like, oh. But you don't believe that. And I don't. I doubt Joe ever <laughs> listens to his own podcast. Could you imagine him? I killed it again there. Or does he notice all the times he doesn't get jokes? I hate... Oh, no. He definitely doesn't do that. But he he may listen. 
Maybe. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Who knows? You don't listen to this podcast. No, I hate listening to Matt this. Matt has to listen to yeah. this. And you listen because you love listening to yourself. I do not love listening to myself. And do you fast forward through yourself? Uh, no, I try not to listen to the podcast either. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I do, though, I'm I'm surprised that I'm like, oh. They, it wasn't so bad. It's never as bad oh, as right. you thought yeah. it was going to be, but it ain't good. It's not Let's good. Let's put it this, that way. This it's not is good. the problem yeah. with listening to it. It's not good. No. And I just feel... Like uh, we spoke many times before, the imposter syndrome of what the fuck are we doing here? Uh, well, thank what you. are we doing? Thank That's not listening. imposter syndrome. That's like we're imposters. You know what I mean? Most people are like comedians and they feel like they're not good enough. We're not. We're just people pretending to be podcasters. Touche. Uh, I like to think of myself as a comedian uh, when I'm not around here. Um, you well, get what I'm saying, though. You're not... Um, Nobody's listening to this podcast because you're a comedian. No. Okay. And I'm not any, doing any better as a comedian because someone no, listens that, to this podcast. That too. Nobody's listening to this podcast. Oh, that's exactly what we're saying. Okay. What the aliens fox? I think I have a typo here. What the aliens fox? That's interesting. Well, they were talking about world wars and the bombs and leading to the sighting of the aliens. Maybe what they thought? What the aliens want? Hmm. Want? Uh, and then they talked about methamphetamines. This is falling apart. No, this whole podcast fell apart because there's no purpose to it. But it, it was like this we was knew, just we knew so it was could talk about his movie. Yeah, yeah we knew it, it was answers coming. Answers a question though that you asked last week, I believe. Like, do they? Do people actually like talking about themselves this much? He and loves it. They do. Like, fuck. Where we and we're probably at fault for it as. We would be better marketers if we recognize what they're doing and its effectiveness. But I think culturally or whatever else, we're just like, whoa, enough, man. We get it. But if you don't know anything, again, I don't think this is the best this, episode to hear. This episode sucked, man. They didn't have any like interesting conversations. They just fucking talked Jerked about yeah, a bunch of jerk-offs. Stupid jerk-off session by a bunch of jerk-offs. Whoa, whoa. Which we've heard a million times before. Whatever. Remember when, how we got to this place. But like when Bert talks to Tom, let's say on Two Bears, One Cave, they have some funny conversations. Yeah. Just have some funny fucking conversations. You don't have to get it. You've been on Joe a million times. You don't need to get on there and fucking can spend I, 25 minutes kissing rings and shit. Just fucking hang out. Can I tell you the difference is that Tom knows how to get that out of Bert. Yeah. And Joe... He's too. Uh, Joe has to run the show, yeah, and like he, he, you know, he won't just let Bert like go off on like a like that. One of their most viral clips is the Kool Aid one, yeah. You know what I mean? And like that would never happen on no, Joe. Uh, he would go into like a twenty minute diatribe about how unhealthy it is. Tom right away sees he that sees it's the comedy be hilarious. This is what know? I'm saying, and he just he just rides with it. Whereas Joe would turn it into some sort of. You drink Kool Aid. That's really bad. Yeah, and in the morning, yeah, that's terrible. come on. You're gonna die, young man. You know what I mean? And it would just it would kill the whole vibe. So this would be the cool thing. Bert gets too successful, ruins his marriage, becomes estranged from the family, <laughs> totally just a ostracized by the comedy world. Even he's too big for Joe Rogan, and he comes out with a dark, brooding comedy special about the perils of fame and fortune. And it's called Bert Kreischer shirts coming back on. 
no, it'd be even, it'd be even better on. if that if that special was like Kinnison's one where he just like got two women on stage with yeah, him just, and he's just riffing, just, not even doing comedy. Shirt is off for sure. Because that's the biggest thing is that we hope Bert is who he is and this isn't all like his family isn't a beard and he's crazy philanderer and that'd be that'd be crushing, right? We we think we know Bert. That would as not well as crush it. me at all. I would not be surprised if that were to happen. People get famous and that should happen. No, currently as we speak. What you see is what you get, you think. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. There could yeah. be a dark side to any of these guys. Anyway, rate it. We got to be done. There's no yeah. fucking oh, way. Oh, just, did you see the, the alligator behind the bar? No. The guy went to take a piss outside behind a bar and uh, alligator tore his arm off. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he yeah, was yeah. drunk. Just, just, that's the worst. You talk about losing your wallet. Yeah. Or your keys. You just walked that the wrong That literally place. is probably the last thing you would ever expect to happen. Yeah. I'm just going to go to take a piss and you come back with no arm because of an alligator. Well, in Ottawa, but maybe not in yeah, I guess Tampa, not Florida. In Florida. Yeah, that's true. I give it a one. I mean, it's just, it's too much burnt one year. I give it a two. I give it a 0.5. All right, we are going to... I don't think we're going to pay a bill. We're probably just going to be right back. But who knows? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. There's 24 hours in a day, and if eight of them are supposed to be spent sleeping, that leaves you with 16 hours a day. Now, how many of those hours do you think you spend on yourself? There's a good chance that you spend them caring about others because that's what good people do. We care about others. But at the same time, you could be neglecting yourself. And what we don't realize is that when you neglect yourself, the care or help you may try to be give to others might not be that good. Therapy can help you find a nice balance in your life so that you can concentrate on yourself while still being able to concentrate on others and help them with their problems. Because after all, you got to help those around you that you love. Speaking with a therapist at the bare minimum can help you start with a plan. After all, failing to plan is planning to fail. So it's good to go out there with a plan in mind. And a therapist can help you get that plan on track, help you keep your eye on the prize. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We are back. Back. Kamar. In time. Name and a number, please. 1991 Protect Our Parks, issue eight. They had sweatshirts. It's so weird that we're getting to the like recent year point of the like 1991. Hey, I don't know why, but it's the late 90s. They were wearing sweaters joe and ari were both wearing protect our park sweatshirts no i didn't notice that i wonder who made those must be ari i just hope one of these guys is writing a script where joe rogan is an alien explain well they were talking do you not remember that point of the podcast where shane was like what did oh it started off because shane was like yeah we dipped our hand in that cold plunge out there he's like you're a fucking alien that thing is so cold (laughs) And Joe was like, no, man, I'm just disciplined. And he's like, yeah, that's what an alien would say. And then they started, and then, and then Shane started going off about how he's like, yeah, what if like you're an alien who was brought here to bring like podcasting in the UFC and then you just had it so good that you didn't want to ever go back. So you just like stayed. And then he was like, you're really short. 
Like you would fit in an escape pod. And they were like, this is all really coming together. And Joe's like, I'm not an alien. He's like, you know, again, that's exactly what an alien would say. <laughs> I didn't remember. And he was I like, and you have that. a comedy club called The Mothership. Like it's so on the nose. It makes perfect sense. Oh my God. It all does make sense. That's what you do. I heard you do it in plain sight. I of heard course. a conspiracy theory this week where I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. And we're actually going to be able to watch this work out in real time if it's true. Nothing to do with aliens, just reminded me for some reason. Um, so the Clintons and the Obamas, these are the two parties that have been battling each other for supremacy, okay? okay. Game of Thrones shit. Game of Thrones shit, exactly. Um, Hillary was supposed to win in whenever they got Trump in there. That's the one part that I'm not really sure how that plays in. But the theory is that um, Biden, who was Obama's right-hand man, obviously, vice president, he was in there as, like, the placeholder. And as of, like, I don't know, May 23rd or something, Biden has now gone out on his own, gone against the Obama. He's been the shadow president this whole time. Um, Man, you're on some deep Reddit threads shadow president the whole time so what's going to happen now and this is the part we can all watch in real time okay hunter biden going to be brought back into the news but this time is actually going to be prosecuted for his crimes that's going to totally kibosh any chance that biden has to run or win or anything and the next president will be drumroll michelle obama Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we will see how this So unfold. if all of that goes on, then... Okay, then the prophecy we, is fulfilled. Well, we just know that we're so fucked, right? Like, we, this is all just the theater sc- the playing is written, out. Though. It's all very interesting. Did you hear? It was I heard the guy. The guy was on Sam. I didn't believe everything he had to say, but that one little part i was like whoa that's all and i guess the idea was that trump maybe was an obama guy who maybe he got loose or maybe it was anything to beat to make sure hillary doesn't get in there because if the clintons get ground again everything is going to go fucking topsy-turvy well if that happens then a michelle obama will be president in two years and you'll know like you said but if it doesn't happen and then listen, it turns into there was, a, oh i forgot the wrong date there was more to this guy's theory because part of the michelle obama getting in was that she was going to be revealed to be transgender to make that normalized just saying but the first part of it, I think, I'm very. Yeah. I think because how these podcasts this week may have lacked, other podcasts were amplified. I like how you said you didn't believe anything the guy said, and then you were like, "But the craziest part of what he said, I really enjoyed." What was that? <laughs> this whole thing you just told us. Well, not the. I don't believe the. Um, I think uh, Michelle Obama is a woman. Okay. Yeah, I don't believe that part. But I just, I just thought it was interesting that it was. Um, finally we'll be able to see like, yeah, is this true? Because if it is, these things are going to play out and we're going to see them really shortly. It's not like we have to wait 10 years, you know? What I I absolutely love is the thought of some uber conservative QAnon dude watching hours of Michelle Obama videos being like, there's a dick, there's a dick. 
There it is. You see it? Like you do not have to wonder, Matt. You can go watch a whole documentary. About I know. It. Like, I know. They I'm, are. My, they are doing that. My point is, it's very interesting to think of someone. <laughs> they found a person who they think is Michelle before all this happened. And like was best friends with Obama in college and then disappeared. And you know, like it's a whole fucking thing. But it was Michael. Michael. No, Obama. I think it, they had a totally different name. That's always weird if they do it in plain sight. I think that's yeah. just like that people being rude, but whatever, you know. Uh, but you're convinced Michelle Obama is indeed a woman. I mean, I've never given it a ton of thought. Like I've never actually gone through looking for like you said, packages or whatever. But yeah, I mean, my best inclination is that that part of it seems like it's just meant to disparage somebody. You know? I just, if I was so far down the, the the conspiracy rabbit hole that I found myself watching Michelle Obama videos looking for any semblance of a dick, just go touch some grass. Like, Well, and I don't think they believe, Matt, like just like that was, you were kind of joking, but I don't think, I think they think that she's had the operation. I don't think they think. Oh, I saw a video the other day of her dancing on Ellen where they were like, look, you can see a swinging dick in her satin pants. Who said that? Well, I don't know who I don't. You're down another rabbit hole. Yeah. Where are you seeing these videos? Like this is, I just started talking about this today. That's left field. You're well versed in Michelle Obama. (laughs) There's a lot of people that think she's a man. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. I think it's ridiculous. All of the internet. You say there's no way you say, well, we're going to get to see what. I'm if, not saying there's no way. If Michelle I just like, Obama is present to years, she used to be a dude. No, that is not what I'm saying. Okay. If Michelle Obama is president in the next two years, then this Obama-Clinton war is a true thing. He was the shadow president all along, and we're in big fucking trouble because the guy who's going to go down in history as the greatest president of all time is literally like the leader of the new world apocalypse, you know? we are going to suffer the nwa everybody suffers when you're living in a in a boot camp thanking uh uh grand general obama for your rations yeah everybody will suffer you don't think it'll be just a he's just a big giant head you never see anymore uh a 50 minute city and if you own nothing and you're happy i don't know what that means 50-minute city. I don't think you can eat crack. Yeah, I I, I, I mean, really I could think, be wrong. I think it could make you sick, but I don't think it would do anything. Well, he kind of said that it just gave him diarrhea. I don't There's, know if... He didn't talk about how it got him high. And I do not know how big a crack rock he ate. I, I just see And I've never done story. MDMA, but like, does it come as like a crack rock? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, it does, okay. It looks, it looks very... And do you uh, eat MDMA? I thought you always you like... Do whatever I thought you it was want like with a, it. Okay, you could snort it. You could really okay, put it in water and drink it. You could just, it tastes like uh, the inside of a battery. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. And and looks like uh, very pharmaceutical, um, synthetic, but it makes you feel great. And so does crack. But I just, I mean, Simon, I remember Steve doing ketamine in one of his videos. And I didn't know this, but it was like a liquid. And he put the liquid all over a glass table and then he got a blow dryer out. And he turned it into a powder in like five minutes and then just snorted a gang of this fucking. Hmm. But I think that's better than we thought. I've never snorted anything except cocaine. I've never snorted anything. Well, you're the least cool guy in the room. Yes, I am. (laughs) Um, What was going to say, when I was younger, you know, all the um, 
propaganda about how bad drugs are. And then we just had the guy from um, Heads or Minds or whatever saying. Heads. It's not as bad to say, but Special K. Brains Ketamine brains. was always like, whoa, that's, you really shit the bed if you're doing that. And now it's like therapy. Very interesting. What was is not. Well, it just shows you how quickly we adjust to something new and like, you know, condemned, condemned, condemned part of regular life. And, you know, everybody hates weed, 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 and then boom, it's legal and it's part of regular life. It's just that. And, and that should show us that things change so quickly. Like example, the world is round, the world is round, the world is, and then it's flat and we just adjust, you know? I love where you're going with this. <laughs> Again, it wouldn't like we get over things all the time and and we think that things are going to be a bigger me included. Like I would think, you know, flat earth, if people found out riots in the street, but probably just, you know, the bigger problem with it is the lie. It's like that's the harder part to overcome, I imagine. But they figured out a way to lie and let people figure out stuff very slowly and not together in one fell swoop, maybe. Right. So that like you would never be around to feel outraged. It would only be your children to who maybe don't even care as much. Right. Like round earth is a huge deal to our parents. It's not that big a deal to like the next generation. They're like, okay, maybe right. You know, you throw a maybe in there. And then the next generation after that. I don't understand that. Okay, so hold on. I just want to get this straight. One, just one last time. (laughs) So for a very long time, the world was flat. Originally. Maybe. Oh, like in history. Yes, yes, yes. Sure, yeah. So then they created the conspiracy that it's round for what reason? Like they already had, just hear me out. They already had what they wanted. If 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 you're convinced the earth is flat, and it's a ferverment or whatever. They already have that lie in place. Why go with the round earth no, theory? No, 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 The earth is flat. That's where we're starting. Yes. And they decide to lie and say it's round. Mm-hmm. You're asking what do they gain from rounding? What I'm asking you is, yes, if they already have the... If, it, if, if, if they have what they if want. If everyone's to. already like the earth is flat, then what is the purpose of being like, no, 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 it's, it's round? Uh, to create the world in their mind, in what they want to portray. To make sure that we believe that we're not on a prison planet. You could go out into space. You could explore the galaxy. It's a little different if the, 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 okay, but you can only go up to the top of the dome because we decide how far you go. But you're talking about a time where we didn't even have the technology to ever think we could go beyond that dome. So my question to you is very simple. Like, why in 1100 BC did someone decide, let's 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 no, change the narrative? No, no. It, that, it was like in the 1500s. Fine, 1500s. Who gives no, a shit? Well, so it's a long time that no one even put a thought in. Or it was flat. Like, to everyone look at the water, like, that's the, that's the edge of the world. Well, yeah, yes, you had to explain to people place. how you could go and discover new places. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a huge flat earth guy. I don't even know how we got into this. You brought it up. You brought it up. Oh, did and I? then he, yes. And he was like, now you're talking my fucking language. <laughs> yeah. So I had to reel us back yeah. in just a little bit. No, here. no. But again, who even cares? They did it. 
we don't need to know the why. That's up to the fucking well, no, you Illuminati. Do, hold on, you, you know? if, if you no, no. But what I'm saying is, if you're fine with the Earth being round or a sphere or something, sure. Then you don't need to know the why because there is no why. They, we just figured out that it was round. But if you like Kamar, believe that it's flat. I'm asking a flat earther what well, possible told, purpose they. Would I told have. you because we are on a a prison planet with the uh, illusion that we're free folk. Hold on, it's not. Is it a planet or not? We are on a prison a prison dome. It's more likely, and we're led to believe that be we're flat. on a free sphere. That's the... It's more likely the simulation be on a flat planet. Okay, I'll go back to it. In 1500, when we have no rocket-powered anything, okay, we have wheels and fire. Yeah. Okay, we, there's no way anyone's leaving this ferverment. There's not even a thought of that. It's not even possible. So why do you need to tell people all of a sudden... Heaven doesn't exist if we live on a dome, I guess, is the... Is, it, is the church, possibly? I think it has a lot to do with it. But isn't the church who locked up all the people that were saying the earth was round? They so is that your it. ultimate? They, okay, they, I see. Yeah, they great. flipped it. Yeah. Great. The old bait and switch, huh? Again. Exactly. It's hidden in plain sight. You have to do what? it. You got to orchestrate times. it the way you. I what's, get it. Three card Monty. Yes. What's, yeah, well, what's exactly. above? It's a, it's a cup what's game. Above? Everything I just said is a lie. <laughs> yes. But what yeah. I just said is the truth. It's a cup game. I get it. Yeah. What's above is below. Mm-hmm. Did you see Mr. Beast's latest thing? No. He had 100 people in a room and uh, they had to stay there for. It was five hundred thousand dollars. It he's, dawned on me that one done day that a bunch of times. No, but it was and it keeps getting smaller. Ten-year-olds, oh, eleven-year-olds, twenty-year-olds, and they had eighty-year-olds, like all different who, age ranges. Who won? The, the guy was like twenty-something, or maybe he's thirty. I guarantee you, sometime in the next ten years, he will kill someone on the show. But they they do all these things. Someone will die. No, no. It's not, I'm not saying someone will die. That implies that there was an accident on set. Maybe a light fell from the ceiling. I'm saying that like one day his videos will be, you know, just like everything else. It'll, all the ideas will be run out. And oh, I see. And he'll get to a Squid Games point where it's like, we're going to have to baby. kill the person that comes second. I think it's going to happen. Trust me. Well, I, I guess that'll be his last episode. But or it, his most popular. In this, it comes down to the marble game between like four people. The What's marble the marble game? game? You know, the one in, from Squid, in, in Squid Game, they play the marble game, and mm-hmm. it's like just what, and they're just playing like who gets the box, and then you're eliminated, and it comes down to two people, and there's two cases, and one case has the money in it, and they flip a coin, and the person chooses uh, who who gets to look in the case, and one person looks in the case, and then gets it, and then the other person asks them, "Did you see the money?" Wow. And they have to say That's whether they insane, saw it. Dude. It's insane. That is such a mind fuck. It's insane. Oh my God. Do you want me to tell you what happened? No. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. I might watch it. Yeah, no, I might watch it. No, it, 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 he's or fast forward he, to the end. Yeah. Anyways. anyways, he's he's pulling stuff out of his hat still before he has to kill people. I don't know what, um, why we got to that. Jimmy is literally the worst interview ever, though. Like, because well, he lives in one world and one world I, it's only. It's so annoying. If you can speak YouTube, I think it'd be fascinating. I agree with Kamar. No, if if you're a content creator and that's all you're concentrated on, I bet it would be very interesting. But you're a 50 year old man. Who you has know zero. what is even more annoying is listening to like two content creators talk to each other about like and trying to glean viral moments. Yeah. And the, uh, kill me. Yeah, it's tough for us. It's 
it's gross. It like, should be tough for anyone because it's just gross. I was talking to a girl this week that produces a, a, a real estate podcast for, I don't know whether it's for the government or for some large real estate company, either way. Um, and I was telling her about this podcast and like, you know, going over numbers and CPM, whatever, bullshit. And she was like, she spent the whole next hour being like, why don't you have a TikTok? Why aren't you guys more active on Instagram? And I was just like, because everything you're saying is grossing me out right now. It's that's. I know it's the game. I understand that. I, I no, understand no, it's I, the I, game. You, I, we need like an intern, an uh, unpaid young person to do that kind of shit. A hundred percent. It's just, it's just beneath me. Well, it's but me like, too. Like, dude, listen. I know. I, I feel uncomfortable. No, but I'm, even I'm already the thumbnails because it's, it's so unpersonal. But it, I mean, it's the exact opposite of what you should be doing. I'm sure of it. I just like, I, I don't know, even the editing process, like to make those little one minute videos for Instagram, that takes 10x the time it takes me to do anything else because you got to close caption it yourself. It's a nightmare. But, uh, but I don't want to be on like the thought that I would have to start a TikTok and actively be posting on uh, it just to get some fucking yeah. clout. Is and so then gross. it being successful and then you being a slave to it. Yes. Even worse. It I'd just, rather yes. be poor and unhappy. It feels that way. It, it, I don't know. I'm on the fence, to be honest. Like, But if you asked me five years ago. No, I mean, I started looking at the vlog thing and entertaining the idea of doing it and magic five years from now having subscribers. And, well, I mean, like, let's... But doing it every single day and just... It's, when we were doing Triple Bogey, let's say, mm -hmm. we would have been able to do that kind of thing for Triple Bogey. We were the right age mm -hmm. to... Mm -hmm. But it didn't exist, you know what I mean? Shameless self-promotion was, yeah. uh, was on the table. It was on the table. And now it's just not because it just feels icky to our detriment. Uh, we are all talking shit on phones made by slaves. We talk about this all the time. No, I just, that's, at the end of the day, if you want a virtual signal or what, take any position of um, moral, moral high superiority, yeah. you're, sort of, you're sort of stuck unless you don't have a phone. You need to buy one of those shitty eco, no. Um, they don't exist. I don't know that there's a phone on well, Earth. Well, Joe that said doesn't... there is one, but it's really expensive and it sucks because they're operators. It doesn't do anything. just garbage. <laughs> My um, point is, I think even to make a shitty flip phone, you need the minerals that still come from. You just need a lot less of them, I imagine. Yeah, I agree. But you still like gold is in every fucking phone on Earth. There's all sorts of minerals that are in every. Yeah, for sure. And the phones are a bad one. But really, it they, like those batteries are so small. All the phones in the world don't make up like an eighth of the car battery. car batteries or whatever other batteries they ship batteries or fucking but that's we're talking about but in that we're just talking about cobalt like if you go to like coltan coltan is also mined by slaves and it's every cell phone every every laptop or computer needs coltan so there's no like if you use a computer in your daily life which i believe everyone in north america does at this point then you have some slave on and your I'm hands. And I'm sure that when you look down the line at a lot of things that you use, the yep. practices of the places are probably not very good. You know, there there is a reason why we, we. Do you why wear the, jeans? Why Do you the eat U.S. It took all, stopped making anything in the United States and started making everything somewhere else. It was because of the way you have to treat your employees. It's that fucking simple. Money. And that's crazy to it's think not, about. No, but it's eh? not treat Kamar hit it. It's not how you treat your employees. It's about money. Well, yeah, it's about in order to give. They can't give the right wages, right? Like they want to pay people pennies on the Benefits. dollar, and they can't fucking do that here. That's the whole thing. It's, no, no, no. But the whole thing is, it's it, it, well, it's money. Yes, it's money. But it's if it was, 
if you could treat what that I'm person saying, that Simon, bad on American soil, you would. Simon, you would. What I'm they saying, would. What I'm saying is that these companies choose massive profits over paying Americans a living wage. Of Instead, course. they go to a third world country. That's and pay what someone. I said. Yeah, I'm just saying that it's more about money than the treatment of. Well, yeah, because it's treat. It's you can go to China and treat people horribly. I understand for way less cash. We're saying the same thing. Yeah, but it's more about money to me than anything. I think you're saying the exact same thing in different ways. Yeah. Sure. Um, they talked a lot about uh, Bud Light. Where do you guys think it'll end up? I, I think it'll all blow over. Yeah, a hundred. I was having this happened. conversation with my buddy yesterday. He was like, he was going off about how Bud Light's done and it's never going to be. I was like, dude, people will forget so quickly. I, I find it so corny. I started watching Mel Gibson movies again. Like, <laughs> people get over shit. My dad drives a Beamer, or he did, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it, listen, at the end of the day, um, I was telling you guys, like, Anyone who has money to invest, you should invest in Amheuser-Busch. If it's down 22%, it's coming back. It'll up. be back up that 20. This is not financial advice. Listen, it's funny that Joe, like, think about Tesla. His buddy Elon, it loses 20% multiple times a year overnight. Like, Elon went on Joe Rogan, smoked a joint, and lost 9% the next day. And then he got it back, like, two weeks later. So Joe should be well aware that, like, bullshit controversy tends to blow over the uh, another part of that Obama, oh here we go, yeah, uh, conspiracy was also that Elon is one of Obama's sycophants mm -hmm. because Elon was the one who lent Tesla or approved the lending of Tesla, all that money and whatever it was, two thousand whatever they were about to go broke. It was about to be over for Tesla and Elon, and they got this huge cash injection from the government that he then went to use to become the $40 billion plus Elon he is today. And apparently he owes a lot to Obama and is planning on repaying those favors with his now new platform that seems to control elections. Well, thank God we're going to find out in the next year. We don't have to wait too long. I don't, that's such a dismissive. I don't like that at all. I can I feel don't that. like it at all. I understand okay? that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't wait. like it. Wait one sec. We're good. Keep going. Shotgunning beers is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I knew a guy you. who does that. I knew a guy that uh, I knew a guy that could down a pint of beer in a go like a second and a half. It was it, it was staggering to Did watch. Did you ever funnel beers? That's no. just such no, an no, American you do it all. You thing do it all. to do. You do it all. You do the cake stand. You do everything. But at this day and age, it's just ridiculous. You know what's ironic is whenever they mention how Canadian beer is so much stronger, I'm like, you guys drink Buffalo Trace whiskey. Like, what's the, I don't understand. Liquor doesn't change across And hold borders. on, our regular beer in Canada yeah. is 5%. Yeah. That's a normal beer, a Molson Canadian, a Labatt's, or whatever. I think theirs is like three. Theirs is like three. Yeah. But it's 5%. We're, we're not talking about like 17% beers or even 10% beers. There, like, there was a run there in my 20s when there was a lot of triple X Molson. Oh, yeah. They yeah, were yeah. doing like Wildcat Mo Strong, Mondi, Mongoose. Uh, what was the, uh, the French well, one? Well, yeah. those are craft beers that are 9, 10%. Anyways, listen. They mentioned. My point remains, much stronger. if you're drinking vodka or whiskey or gin or whatever, like it's the same in the States as it is here. And in fact, in the States, if you order a fucking drink, they are hammering that thing with booze. Like if you drink 10 U.S. drinks versus 10 in Canada, you're going to be 
fucked in the States. But I say if you drink 10 U.S. beers versus 10 Canadian of beers, course. you'd be more fucked in Canada. Yeah. So it sort of holds true. My point, though, is it remains that like most Americans, if you can drink, you can drink. That extra 2% in the beer is not going to fucking... But I'm past the point where I'd be so successful that you could hork loogies Ugh. in the shoe and then pour beer in it and I would chug it. Well, that 2% is like the difference between like drinking a case of 12 and a, ca- and a case of 24, you know? Sure. But my point is, is like I would still sit down and drink half a 40 of fucking vodka. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I got you. How many Not fucking beers is that? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Half I just, a 40 of vodka is uh, 20 ounces. 20 ounces is 20 beers. That's way more than twenty beers. If you drink, no. if you drink twenty vodka one waters, ounce of alcohol is equivalent to one beer. Is equivalent to one glass of wine. Oh, you mean like when you're doing like a DUI? Okay, sure. That's how it works out. But I, he's I, an expert. I would say liquor will hit you faster. Like when Jax walks in and does those seven shots. <laughs> um, but uh, I think Joe put it to rest. It is gayer to have someone come in your mouth and spit in your mouth. <laughs> if there was any huh? decision about that, it's gayer to have someone come in your mouth oh, and would, spit I in your mouth. I would think so. But I mean, having someone spit in your mouth sounds pretty gay. What if it's a woman? Yeah, that's hot. What about if they spit cum in your mouth? That's called snowballing. They have a name, they have a name that's for hot that. Too. That's hot too. Consensually, um, that's hot. Uh, yeah, drink shaming is just stupid as well. We're all above that. Like, who cares what you drink? I don't care. Are you talking about the Bud Light thing? The Bud Light thing was the it's thing. It's so fucking stupid. I still drink it. I mean, Kamar, I'm not going to lie. I saw a guy order, like a grown man my age the other day, order a screwdriver at the bar. And I was like, is this your first time at a bar? Like, I don't, I just, I, <laughs> so I understand. Still drink shit. I yeah, understand yeah, yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. But like, there is still a part of me that there's certain drinks you could order where I, I'm not going to shame you out loud. What about a Ryan Coke? Like, is that a, like, what's, is that a you pussy business? Drink? You need business and all that. Why a, a Ryan Coke? Well, That's like, a what's very the difference drink. between a, like, a, a vodka, screwdriver is what, juice, a screwdriver you know? is what a 14 year old drinks when they're first drinking. Like, I've, I, well, I genuinely, right. vodka orange juice is, is a decent little drink, man. I'm telling Bad you. Bad aftertaste, but. In my adult life, working a bar, that was probably the drink I made the absolute least was a, a screwdriver. You just mm-hmm. never had anyone order it. Ever. All right. All right. But when we were kids, we were drinking peach schnapps. And yeah. Whatever. We like would Simon. drink anything we could get our hands on. If you sat down mm-hmm. with Kamar and I at a bar and Kamar yeah. ordered the giant fruitiest cocktail on the menu with like all sorts, you. The part of you is going to be like nice You'd drink. Ask me if I remember my tampons. <laughs> if if we sit down at a bar right now, what's your drink? What is everyone ordering? If I'm drinking again, vodka water, vodka splash of Red Bull, splash of Red Bull, a beer, a beer, a beer. Oh, and a shot. That was I was going to have a shot. But if always. I'm sending it, I would do Ryan Ginger. Uh, Ryan Ginger. But I have a new drink that I think I heard on Vanderpump. It's um, vodka and tonic. No, no, and soda. Yeah. With a splash of Sprite. Mm-hmm. That sounds good, man. That's, that was very refreshing. Yeah. You know, it was a good drink, but it wasn't like a get you fucked up. Amaretto Sour was a very... Amaretto Sour is mm, amazing. Angelico Sour is really nice, too. Very nice drink. But again, you're not going to get hammered off Amaretto, so... But a couple Amaretto a Sours if you're just yeah, enjoying yeah, yeah. yourself on a night out. Do you like like a whiskey sour? Sure. Yeah, why not? What about like uh, dark and stormy? No. Sure, hard? bring no. it on. You're Let's go. go. Keep you're going to drink anything. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't. I, I was What very... about like a martini? Were you ever a no, martini never. guy? I hate yeah, all of those. What about like trouble. a Manhattan or an old fashioned or. 
something you know like a, Negroni is my drink. An old I fashioned, like maybe I, Send I had a Negronis. Few, I had a few old fashions in my life that were okay, but I never could have seen myself like going to a bar and ordering. How do you feel about like let's say a Long Island iced tea? It's trash. If you order that at a bar, you're a piece of shit, okay, first of all. There you go. I mean, that's, actually, sorry. That's way worse than a screwdriver, by the way. Well, no, because now they have, like, when I worked at Babylon, we had a Long Island iced tea mix. So it was a lot easier. You would just fucking two ounces of that. But, yeah, if I have to go grab four bottles of all the white stuff, go fuck yourself. I believe it's five. At Babylon, if you don't have yeah, the yeah, fifth, yeah. it's yeah. four. Believe no, me. Nobody's going to notice. Sometimes they did it with two and a little bit of spit yeah. in the shoe. Do you think there'd be demand? They were talking about cover songs for a band that covered TV show themes. I'm no. sure it exists. It must exist. It absolutely day. exists. Well, first of all, uh, oh, can no, you name? Not just can two. you name three TV show themes? Of yeah, course, so many. I had a whole Night Court, Cheers. Even uh, Seinfeld would be like a jazz interlude. No, no, no. But the Cosby Seinf- Show. Oh, I thought you were talking about ones with lyrics. WKRP in Cincinnati. A lot no, of those have lyrics. I know, but the one, Seinfeld didn't. Like they're, Friends. They're, they're, um, but my point is you can't name. Law and Order. You couldn't cheers. name any of the songs. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Family cheers. Ties. Family Ties. Uh, growing friends. Pains. Growing Pains. Friends. Who's, Who's the, the boss? boss? Yeah, um, MASH. My question just goes on and on. I go back. On. Can you name the name of any one of those songs? Suicide is Painless is MASH. Uh, WKRP I could, in Cincinnati I could sing them. is for uh, baby. If uh, you where everyone knows wondered, your name is is wonder um, whatever. And you do you could do Wonder Years, which is I I'd have a little help from my friends. What would you do? Or, what, or what about yeah. uh, China Beach? Wasn't that Reach uh, Out? I'll be there. That's the name of the song. Uh, Paint it black from uh, Tour of Duty. I, China Beach, I think, was uh, sitting by the dock of the bay. But at that point, you're not. Watching see, this is my thing. Is like that's a classic song. So if just you just did no, no, no. But I know what I'm telling you, Matt. I did a, a Fair CD back in the day of yeah. theme songs for Lost Marbles, and there were a bunch of great okay. ones. Uh, greatest American Hero, could you get Fraggle away? Rock, Greatest American Hero. That was made for this show. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I <laughs> never, never thought, thought I could feel so free. He's well, fucking Simon. He loves singing. This guy. He's, he's always not, every chance he, he gets. Like you. Look how you turned it around there, Matt. But you joined in. Well, of course, singing's great. <laughs> so, we, and you're always looking for the opportunity. We think this is, exists, but I might, I might try to put an ad out for musicians and get them together, and they just. Take it. They, we were just talking about a band, actually. Um, they're called Dwayne Gretzky. Have you ever heard them? They're a yeah. Canadian band. They only do covers. They do like weddings and stuff, but and concerts. And oh whatever. my god! I got into deep on wedding DJs on TikTok. <laughs> well, you know, day. you know, in the movie, what is it where it's um, uh, God damn it, um. They sing that song and they keep adding. I need you now, tonight. I fucking, I fucking need, need you more. You more. It's old than school. Ever. They're an actual band yeah. that only yeah, yeah. do wedding uh, covers. Yeah, that's the best wedding cover. It is old school, I'm sure of it. With Will Ferrell. Time. Yeah, it's old school, yeah. They were uh, also in another movie that after that, though. Forever. The energy changed Another one of their movies? Or just a whole different movie? Another one of those type of movies, I'm pretty sure. I think it was an Adam Sandler movie, maybe? No. It does Wedding Crashers, maybe. Oh, yes, yes, you might be right, Matt. Uh, the energy Maybe changed crashed. drastically when Shane and Joe went to take a piss. And that's when I realized how chaotic this podcast was. I'm going backwards, like you said, by the way. Well, if you were going backwards, you would have started with Aliens, because that's was that's very much Simon the was last going thing for. they talked about. Uh, maybe I skipped over that part. 
Um, Auschwitz ice cream shop. Is that? <laughs> I mean, I think calling it the Auschwitz ice cream shop is a bit uh, I, I don't know if that was. But uh, this, I'm most- sure they have like a not a gift shop, but a, I think a gift shop is a problem. Ice cream, a place to buy like water and shit at Auschwitz. It's a tourist attraction. Would a barbecue be too much? You're just supposed to be ashamed okay, when you buy the just, water. Would a barbecue be too is much? Ridiculous. <laughs> that is absolutely ice cream ridiculous. idiot. No, I don't think ice cream. Goes. It's all pork. You know, all pork. And the kids go on a mini train that goes through the whole thing. It's a halal barbecue. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I take it all back. Um, well, no, because they talked about cattle mutilation. Yes, that was the aliens. They talked about cattle mutilation. That's where we'll start. Wouldn't you though? Here we go. Buckle up. If you were a serial killer, try to kill people and make it look like aliens did it. That's a great idea. Is that a great idea? Great idea. No, it only works on cows. No one's ever murdered someone and been like, maybe it was no, aliens. Leave some sort of space age type. Clue yeah. in the body yeah. or something. Bob Lazar has a little bit of element 49 left. He's fucking sprinkling it at every. <laughs> there are tons of people who think they've had things implanted. I think it'd be them. a very interesting angle. Yeah, for I, know, I don't think it would work. Could but feed the alien. So let's talk about the cattle mutilation for a second because it's they've been finding them again recently. All around, like, yeah, I brought uh, it up Skin as a post, post show exclusively on the Patreon. It is um, very odd. They're finding these things with these surgical laser cuts, um, missing organs, weird shit. Doesn't make any sense. Like, That's why just the an individual to do it? Really, why would you? Been do happening that? for fucking years. Like, we're not just talking about ten years. Like, eighty, maybe even more. Like, it may have been going way back that they don't even have a record of, which is really odd to think about. You know. And did I tell you my theory on the cows? Why is it odd that they don't have a record of it? They would have just back, like far enough back, they would have just been like, it's a dead cow in a field. Probably wouldn't have been too much. Well, just the way it was killed, they wouldn't have had lasers even back then. Now it's kind of explainable. Back then it's like, how do you even make these incisions, you know? But did I tell you my theory on the cows? I might have already done this. Where, so cows have multiple stomachs. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that all of this with the cows has been to, so here's the things. Aliens came, they made us, all right? We're this creature that they made. Like, let's take a Sitchin model, okay? okay? They're making us to mine the gold, but we get out of control, we develop consciousness, and we become the human beings we are today. You know, we fought back against the oppressors, and they went and did whatever they did. Really, they've just been running a kind of a simulation program with us where we think we're free, but we're not, okay? Here we are, these crazy monkeys that they invented running on this simulation, and we're killing each other, we're running out of food. That's the big one. We're making so many people that we don't have enough to feed everybody anymore. Well, that's not true, but keep going. So maybe... They are looking at the cow's four stomachs. They're able to eat grass because they have these four stomachs. If human beings were able to process grass, it grows like you can't stop it from growing. We would have an endless amount of food source on the planet Earth and maybe then be able to keep doing the simulation or do their bidding or whatever. But it all comes down to the four stomachs and our inability to eat grass. That's the correlation. Put a stamp on it. We are mark my words. There's enough food on Earth for everyone. Um, because we're killing all the cows and no. doing all the weird shit. Yeah, no. 
No, yeah, no, yeah. no. There isn't. Oh, we are killing. No, there cows. is enough. Not aliens killing. There cows. is enough food for enough everyone. Food. How do you figure there isn't? There's too much food. There's too much food. We waste well we're tons of food. Clearing out food. the oceans. We're burning the jungle. Soon we're not going to have any food left. Period. The only thing that's going to be around is grass. How much the food? only on, things that, that are going to survive are going to be the ruminants. How much food do we grow in the jungle? Huh? You just said we're cutting down the jungle. We're yeah, not going to have no any food, food left. So I was just curious how much food comes well, from the jungle. Some food comes from the jungle what, for no, sure because nothing, they some food. Yeah, they arranged it that way. That's no, the whole thing no with food. the jungle. No one harvests food in the jungle. You don't know what you're talking about. No, there's you don't know what you're talking about. about jungle. I'm trying to think of what it's called when you do like commercial farming. Yeah. There's no irrigation and shit in the jungle. Dude, Infrastructure to Don't like, worry fields. about it. We're definitely going to run out of food. you grow in a jungle is cocaine. Simon, if we run out of food, it's by design. Like right now, any of the food shortage we had over Coffee. the last... Coffee. I stand corrected. Well, bananas could go extinct. Lots of things are grown in the jungle. Mm. I think lots of stuff are grown in fields. Yeah, what's lots of? Because you haven't named one thing yet that you think no, is grown in the jungle. Coffee. I think but you said bananas. Lots of. We no, said it. And all sorts no, bananas in a plantation. But I, my point was just that bananas could go extinct, they believe. But you've said all sorts and named coffee. Anyways, listen, that, that's a good theory. With you the got cows. me on the ocean. Yeah, you, you have us on the ocean, but I just, your theory lacks. A li- Again, I understand where you're at, but there's I just, enough food. There, right now, there is enough food, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I right guess. Right at this precise moment, if the. Here's the thing. If the temperature goes up another degree or two. But grass no dies food. too then. No, grass can flourish all the time. You're just making stuff up now. <laughs> yeah, I am. It's quantum. Just making stuff up. And now he's just saying catchphrases. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So forget the cattle. You don't like my cattle idea. Let's move on to the crop circles. Okay. Because the crop circles are really interesting. I like me some crop circles so here's, before the internet. Here's this thing that's been going on forever. They have documentation of it going back as long as we can document things. Documentation just of people sec, doing it. Just one sec. I was just going to say, no, Kamar's point wrong. was, I really like crop circles until I figured out how they were made. Well, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That, well, that's the perfect example. They did one video, one fucking video. They've done multiple videos, but okay. It was one case in particular, Matt, with two old... English dudes yeah. who they they would step, a, they would tamp it down using a long two by four yeah it, and they claim to have done all of these different crops it's such bullshit that was like it's a hard to patsy do. that they made so they got these guys to say this they got them to do a couple of fake crop circles that are really shitty in comparison to some of the other ones out there where you can clearly see their stamp marks. Like it's all such garbage, but everybody just fell for it. Hook, line and sinker. No, I am so serious here. Think about that. Like one, one case comes out of these two guys claiming to do them all. And we're all like, Oh, okay. Done deal. It's over. You do this all the time where you're like, it was only the one case. Can you prove that only those guys did that? No, there are for sure some copycats, Matt, the same way there are for everything. But that's just like, we dismiss every single one of them. Because of these two guys. What do we That's, believe? What do we believe? I'm lost. I, just, I, I don't know what the crop circles are, but I don't believe they're all man-made. Okay, okay. That's crazy. Okay, right on, right what, on. But why is that so crazy? I'm just curious. Well, From an some, artistic some standpoint. Some of them are so insane. They appear overnight. You would never be able to do enough work unnoticed to see them. Like, there are so many things. I could go on and but on, hold on and you on. Just, you, just, you just glanced over the fact that it could be 50 people. Like 50 people could do that in a night, no problem. 
And given the you see no footprints, you see zero the evidence. The footprints are of explainable. You're just forgetting it. The footprints, every field has a, like plow marks. Every whatever it okay. It it doesn't work for some of these complex ones. It works for the fucking rudimentary one that they showed you in that video. But if you took the time to go and look at how crazy some of these are and how they don't even make sense with the lines that you walk down, you would understand. That's all I'm saying. I do a little bit of so research. He's so dismissive and such a cunt. It's <laughs> unfucking real. Just do a little bit of research. Okay. No, I'm telling you though, like a little more calmly now because whatever. That is a perfect example of like a whole um, everyone just collectively like, oh, that's the answer to that. Let's move on to the next thing. If we ever see another crop circle again, we know it's fake because of these two guys. Simon, there's no moving on like you. <laughs> so you a have no alternative theory. You just are convinced that it must be aliens. You have no reason why said aliens would be putting circular formations in crops no maybe this is them trying to communicate with us in some way and we just can't decipher the language i have no idea man who knows maybe they're pointing out things to other things in the sky i don't know but it could never just be the easiest which is a a couple of dudes well you say that like it's the easiest but again some of them are so fucking big and so complex that like it just the amount of um, mental gymnastics you have to do to make it so that they're able to do that. Like, actually, the easier answer is aliens. We know they exist. We know they're out there. But, hold but on. the idea that they could be leaving some sort of mark on the ground is like totally fucking insane. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I actually do think that's insane. That a, that a, an incredibly advanced civilization that has the capability of flying across through time basically across light years of speed and then they're going to come here and their only means of communication i didn't is circular I did, I did, objects in a field i didn't say cut that. The cows. we could have no idea what that purpose is you know what i mean it could be listen totally i'll extend an olive branch to you it could be i guess like them communicating with each other. That's like, what I'm saying. But I, again, but forgetting. But let me hold on. Let me just back up one because I will forget. Maybe it's just graffiti, Matt. Maybe sure. it's like that's what they do for kicks when they're not fucking. But it could just working. as easily be like a couple of humans doing it's, the same thing. It, okay, you would see. Simon, I'll go back to it. You were just like, they built a fucking hospital in China in two days. Now you would assume that's impossible, but you're not going to say that's aliens, right? No. So I mean, for all I know, it was aliens, but... <laughs> Fine, whatever. I don't know. My point being like is... Like you say to me, who built a... Yeah, okay, go on. It's fine. Well, no, my point was very simple that like you and I, I couldn't build a building. You couldn't build a building. So the idea that they could build a full hospital in two days seems ridiculous, but they did it. So I'm just saying that you can look at these and be like, they're so complex let me let me actually. Why are the people doing them? Hold on, let me extend. Why are further. they putting so much work into doing them, Matt? Okay, but let me let me extrapolate further. There's no payoff further. for them. Why do you sit at an iPad and make art that no one will ever see? So they're just doing it for the sheer joy of making the. Well, I'm just saying there are there are artistic people out there that do things like I saw a guy that does art in the snow where he goes out and walks. Yeah. these 
circles basically and creates mm-hmm. these insane he I'm does sure it for instagram they all making their money online none of these people just do that for kicks i saw the same guy another guy who makes these crazy rock sculptures in a stream okay. and claims that it's part of his soul sure well, but, but he, you're making tons of cash on in the internet okay so but no off. one's making money off the crop circles so that gives him more credibility I, I, as far as i know nobody's making money off the crop circles okay but fine let's take it like a pre-instagram banksy was still out there make like doing art overnight in places before anyone knew who banksy was he still my point is very simply that you as an artist should understand that why people do certain artistic things it doesn't always nope, have to make sense you're absolutely right so I just you, they were doing that same thing 100 200 300 400 years ago like but the thing is for you to sit here and say 400 years ago there's no like you don't have any definitive proof i have the same proof you have of like anything else that happened 400 years ago you know what i mean but you just said you records were like, of it sure but you just said they were so intricate like what i'm saying is it's very 400 years ago it would have been just as easy for someone to get a two by four and go out and do some yeah, circles no, that, in the field. That, that is possible. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that as as certain as you are that it must be something otherworldly, I'm just saying that you should remain open to the fact that it could just be like, like think about internet trolls. Why are they out doing that? Like you would think that's a total waste of your time and that no one could get joy from that. But there's people that spend four hours, five hours, 12 hours a day. The US government went wildly out of their way to convince us 1,000% that aliens did not exist to cover that shit up at every chance they sure. got to discredit anybody who was involved in it. Okay. I'm not, dis- this is just another example of that. So all that is true. Why are the crop circles just some graffiti by a bunch of British kids? You know, I'm just saying it could just, the two aren't mutually exclusive. No, there both could, could be, be aliens. Possible. And then it could just be that, that some dudes well, were like some of them for sure. I will 100% agree with well, you. You have to. Yeah. Of course. Are, human beings who have done them there's no doubt about that like if you want to talk about the nazca lines is that what they are yeah that that's a different story maybe well i mean okay yeah well i'm just like the the they're pretty sure they know how humans did that it's why they did it that was more interesting but even then so that's a good example of if you believe humans did that then i can't see why crop circles could be so no, I'm just saying, like, yeah, right. They did that over a huge long period of time. I guess with some of these, it's that they're not there at midnight, and then they're there at three in the morning. So it's an awful lot of work to do in a really short period of time with leaving zero man anything. I just it, and the more people you have, Matt, to do it, the more like chances you have of people fucking up. Sure, but I guess my question to you is like when you say there's no like these fields are manned by people. They're crops, right? So the field is obviously manned by someone at some point. So for you to say there's no evidence of humans is a bit odd because there has to be some evidence of people. Well, coming in and out of the crops. I understand what you're saying. I'm just my point is like, of course, there's man people going up and down those alleyways. You were talking. That's my point is like it's tough to say like if your house gets robbed and they come in and dust it for prints and they're like, well, we found your prints all over the place. It's like, yeah, I live here. Like, (laughs) it's kind of the same thing I'm saying. I'm not listen. I'm not even saying I'm 100 percent. There's no fucking way. I'm just saying that I do lean towards them being more likely man made. 
My whole point, I guess, whether it was aliens or not, is just how quickly we all just said, oh, it's two British guys. And I'm telling you, like, if I go to my dad right now and say crop circles, he's going to say the exact same thing you said, which is, oh, they proved it to be two British guys. I said it for years, man. Okay, but I I agree with you. I I agree with that. But I'm also saying that, you know. The answer, the other answer to that is that it was two British guys. That's what you're saying. What I'm saying is it's obviously easy for, it's much easier for most humans to say, yeah, I believe it's two British guys over, I can't figure out A, why aliens would do it, or B, like, yes, I'm saying you can't fault people for saying, yeah, the more logical answer to me seems probably the correct one. And I also think you're doing a disservice by being Agreed like, it's one, it's one video of two British guys. I'm sure there's been multiple instances of people all there, over the world there showing. Have, there have, yeah. but that one case is the one that everybody quotes. Everybody dismissed a whole really interesting phenomenon, possibly, possibly, right away without doing any uh, digging into just it's these two British guys. And I'm telling you, like these guys took credit for like, hundreds and hundreds of crop circles and there is no fucking not a chance in hell that these two guys did that many crop circles i just can't figure out why you would be so sure that these guys couldn't have done it but fair enough speaking of aliens would you guys ever get uh plastic surgery no oh sorry i want to get this fucking skin tag from when i fell over drunk i'd like to get that removed which is considered plastic surgery but as far as cosmetic like, surgery sorry cosmetic surgery yeah but as far as like plastic no i wouldn't i guess it depends on what it was money money's not an option sort of world no no they, they're not good enough like you have never your... seen i've never seen especially a guy i've never seen a guy get work and be like or you have and you don't know you just don't know which is Simon Cowell is one of the richest people on earth. Like I'm he sure, I'm sure you've seen a, seen a lot of done dicks. You know what I mean? You just don't even know. Uh, porn with, uh, well, they talked about that. One, but no, but Simon, I go back to my point. Like Simon Cowell is as rich as they get. And if he, he looks can't, terrible. if he can't get the best plastic surgeon no, money can buy, that I'm has, not. that has nothing to do with that. He, those people get addicted to plastic surgery and they just keep getting more and more work done. If he had stopped at just like his eyes and his whatever, he'd probably be fine right now. It becomes like a you're chasing, you see you're you chasing the dragon, you know? What like, I, Kamari, if they were flawless and they were like, we can get rid of the bags under your eyes and make your nose a little more slender, I'd be like, yeah, sign me the fuck like, up. Like, look sure. at all those people, dude. They do it and then it becomes like an addiction. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like, Madonna looks. Mike, Michael Jackson, like so yeah, many cases of people just going. Oh. One thing about Michael Jackson is he did have his face burnt off. So who knows what they had to do in the first place just to get him back mm-hmm, to somewhat normal. Mm-hmm. And then, but yeah, there's a bit of that. What I've noticed those they mentioned as well is fake eyelashes on young girls and they just look so stupid. Like unless it's really done well. Fake eyelashes, period, I find is one of those. Like, and it's one I of those don't things, get like, it. You in the mirror see something that you like, is, but I'm just like, what are you doing? Those are ridiculous. It looks like there's a spider on your eyelid. Yeah, but everyone's different. Like we can look at that and be like, whatever, stupid, but there's probably some guys that are into that. I have gorgeous eyelashes. Like I'm not a tit guy, but there's girls that are like, I have to get fake tits because that's what guys are into. I know, but there's a huge difference between fake tits and fake eyelashes. You know what I mean? Oh, is there? Way, I don't know. It's fake tits and a fake dick. No, I'm saying like I don't I think fake like big boobs for the most part boobs are like a universal male turn on. Sure, I guess. I don't think any guy gives a fuck about eyelashes. 
Like I really, really don't. And if it is, it's such a minute part. Whereas like ass and tits, that's the whole, the whole enchilada. It's it's all of us. The whole enchilada. Speaking of TikTok, they talked about the whole Mexican restaurant. How TikTok just puts filters on anyone already. What do you mean? Right away when you're like on there, there's you look a better. Like you're addicted immediately because it makes your skin look That's softer. Interesting. And I've never done. When you I've see something in the mirror, TikTok, you're So I don't know. Yeah, ugly American look better. I look good on I all love, platforms. Um, Uncle Roger, he's one of my yeah, favorites. He's hilarious. He's so funny. Then they talked about the lead years. Yep. Where there was a stupid gas. And water paint. pipes with lead and paint with lead and gas with lead. Well, the red paint on the children's toys, that's like the, we, you know, we used to make quality fucking toys here in America. And then we decided, no, toys got to be made in China. And the very first thing that happens is anything that has red paint kills your kids. Like, but it's I have cons- a feeling that happened they were still making it in the States. No, I'm pretty sure it was toxic sure? red okay. paint that was coming out of China, but I could be wrong. I'm just... Because in the 80s, we were still making everything here. Right? Like they said 96 was when they got rid of lead in the gas. I just feel like the 80s, we were still making most stuff here. Or in the States, at least not here. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I wonder. Conceivable, though, that we may just be coming out of a mini dark age. As far as? As The the lead at that time made everyone dumber Mm. was the assertion. Well, how much did that del- if it if they were right and it was that many people losing that many collective IQ points? Mm-hmm. How much did we um it's like a step like back. delay our progression as a human race? Maybe we'd be having flying cars right now and shit if it wasn't for that. We'd be like let it gas. We don't even need gas where we're going. Roads where we're going, we don't need roads. Um, yeah, no, I, it was good stuff, Simon. Thanks, you Simon. might be good right, stuff, Simon. Simon. Um, I'm sure it'll definitely like if we if we continue on, it'll we'll look back on it like many things though. And if that was doing it to us, like how do we know that? And I'm not I'm not trying to be like a weird conspiracy guy here. I'm just saying, if the gas was hurting us, we didn't even know about it. Maybe the water's hurting us, and we don't even know about it. Maybe we're getting collectively stupider. And we can't tell because we're getting collectively stupid. That brings me to the next point. Do you like tap water? Tap water. Yeah, tap water. Like yeah. the fluoride in the tap water, for all we know, could be making us, you know, dum dums. And there's nobody to point out that we're all becoming dum dums because we're becoming dum dums. Do you pull over to well water in Chelsea? I mean, that's one example, but. Yeah. Um, what, what's your water sitch in the house? This is an are you garbage question. If somebody comes over and they ask you for water, what are they getting? Fridge. Well, no, I have. We have the water cooler from the old studio, so we have. So like, you're you're getting pristine you're getting water pristine from cold Matt. water. From Before us. that, what were you getting? Because that we was had a like Brita. A, a Brita. Good, good. That's class. Just telling you. Fridge. You're the the water cooler is like your royalty. But well, the, I would think the water cooler attached to the actual the Brita is class. Oh, if it's built in. That's to what the I'm saying. Thing, that's true class. What yeah. do you got going? Fridge. Fridge door. Fridge door. Filtered. Yeah. I used to have the fridge door when I actually had a house, and now I'm a top guy. Fridge door is great. With the ice? Oh, yeah. Crushed ice? Mm-hmm. Fucking right. Get in. I actually get didn't. I in. had, um, it was inside the fridge. It wasn't on the door. So you yeah, get so a sleek yeah, yeah, yeah. look, yeah, and then yeah. you'd still have the thing. That's how the new ones do it. The uh, on the door is like so 1984. Dude, I saw this fucking, I saw a video a couple weeks ago of uh, 
This chick is putting like a donut in the microwave, but her microwave is like a, a whole drawer that she pulls out. Amazing. And she puts it in and she closes the door and like hits start. And then it, it goes to this woman who's like sitting there like this. She's in like deep thought and she goes, how fucking poor am I? <laughs> like I was like, I've never seen a microwave like that ever in my life. And I agreed with yeah, her. Yeah, like I'm still putting mine into a box like a chump. Yeah, what am I doing These here? These people have a drawer. Yeah. No, it really is nuts when you go to a rich person's house and they have like the boiled water tap. Yeah, like, my aunt was very wealthy and I'd go to her house and they exactly, you could just make yourself tea on the spot. It's like being at a fucking uh, When they have two fridges hotel. that blend in with everything, oh, that's yeah, the that's, fucking... Hey, that's, if you say out loud, you're exposing yourself. No, that's it. You got to, those are the real fucking... It's like, have you seen that there's this British Indian dude who does these videos where he wears a blanket and he just comments on like rich people's tiktoks like could be like oh look at this look at this she's making all sorts of different ices that ice has strawberries in it oh and this ice is chocolate and then he'll stop and he'll be like do you know why you don't have different ice because you're it's a your povo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and povos don't have different ice yeah it's true uh, Daniel Tosh, I think would be a cool guest, even though we sometimes don't like comedians or the rash of comedians. Well, at least look, if we're going to get comedians on, let's at least get yeah, guys get someone who've new. got some sort of fucking backstory. Which talked about Comedy Central and the way they tried to shake Ari down and he sort of held his tongue. That's an example of something's going on and he doesn't really talk about it. Ari has now. always um, done whatever the fuck he thought was right, even at the detriment to himself. Yeah, you but know? it's all worked out. It worked out in the end, but like, yeah, with the, are you, is this is not happening? Is that what you're talking about? What I was talking about, that's one example of it, but just someone, people at Comedy Central getting jobs somewhere else. Like that was the- Failing old, up. The biggest platform they could have had. They had the Chappelle show. They had everything going for them. Listen, well, I there mean, was back in the day, that's where you went to see and comedy. ran it into the ground. There was no internet. There was a period where they had like the Daily Show when it was the best, Crank Yankers when it was- a show worth watching and the Chappelle show, the Chappelle show was like the peak at its time. There was nothing funnier before, maybe nothing funnier since all those people failed. No, out. but legitimately before the internet, it was very difficult to get comedy. Like it yeah. wasn't like access it was, to comedy. Imagine what the access you have now as a 14 year old. Oh, you can listen to, to like, any comedian in the world. We couldn't do that. Like I remember, I remember in 2005 when Rogers on demand started, when you got the box and Rogers on demand actually had like Chappelle's killing them softly. Like that's where I watched it on demand. Mm -hmm. And that was like an, a like an eye opener. Like, Holy fuck. There's 10 comedy specials here. I can watch whenever I want. There's going to be some great comedians coming up on the, on Joe. You because mean? No, people just are going to go just, to the mothership. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to be a master of the crowd. Oh, you, 12. I see what you're saying. I don't know. Well, no, it's like how Bill Burr talks about like, cause he, he's a drummer and he's like, if you watch these kids now, like drumming is nothing. So much them. more access. Like, I, I think I showed you guys that, that uh, Swedish hardcore band, Mashuga. Remember the drummers just fucking going insane. I watched, uh, a few videos where like 12 year olds were doing that. And it, it, it oh, took, yeah. it took that dude like a year to learn to like teach himself that. And then there's these 12 year olds out there. They're just like, yeah, I got this. It's like skateboarding. Same have thing. you seen the new Jewish rapper out there? Yeah. He's got the yeah. dreadlock. No. What's his name? I'm not Irish, things. but my money's dumping. <laughs> my money's dumping. Um, What's his name? I don't remember. MC quirk. They're really out there. The guys, but uh, it sounds good. Bagging your buddy games. That's that's a certain time period, right? Say that again. Bagging, bagging, 
bagging bagging your buddy your buddy games games oh yes yeah, slapping your buddy in the dick you see what was oh god at first i thought he said banging your buddy days no yeah i, I heard like, that what too, are you yeah. fucking well, doing the college years yeah. <laughs> i was like what did you do in australia um you're saying Hitting you your friends to, yes yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a weird period in in men's life. <laughs> Maybe the most toxic. We, we I love to, Normans. What what's the capital of Thailand? Oh, Bangkok. That's the oldest thing ever. Yeah, I never heard. What's that. the we, capital of Iraq? You can only do these, Dad. We used to um, <laughs> we used to play a game at like summer camp where you would, if you could get somebody to like look at your balls, you could punch yeah, them twice the in game. the shoulder. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you looked. I believe it's called. You know what's funny is when you think back to that, you're like, ah, boys will be boys. And then you're like, wait a minute. One in six of us was gay. Somebody was getting to look at a lot of balls. That's what I'm saying. Like, But if someone came up to you now and just bagged you, you'd be, you would be (laughs) be fucking pissed. The gay guy always had like a shoulder that was fully bruised because he was taking all the punches, you know? He was always looking. When I think back, all the dudes that tried that homoerotic shit are like dudes that now I'm like closet or are gay. Do we know that there's no the muffin man? There's no other species that humans could breed with. I mean, I don't know if we know anything for sure. Because have we tried? I think that's why we have most STDs because someone was fucking an animal. So. No, but like, have you ever? Has a human being ever tried to fuck a blue whale? Oh, so no. another mammal? You're Maybe saying? the only thing stopping us from like making dinosaurs again is that nobody's ever tried to fuck a whale. We just assume it, though, right? We just assume and it. For this, Based on our biology and the biologies we know of animals. And it's morally wrong to test. Yeah, I think all the testing went down in a time where no records remain. But you know? women were injected with other animal sperm? Well, China's got to be doing some of that, years. right? Yeah, I mean, I think they have better chances of like just breeding hybrids than they do of like impregnating women with other things semen. You we know just, what I'm we saying? Just assume it. They just go in and genetically manipulate. Well, no, now. No, I mean, they talked about and like what did uh, what did what's his name talk about? Not the frogs are gay. Um, Alex Jones. Yeah, there were monkey monkey human hybrids. human chimeras. That turned out to be true, according to Joe. According. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about it all the time when he's trying to prove Alex Jones is like not crazy. He always uses that as one of the things like somehow out there. They've proven that the monkey uh, human chimeras exist. Hot mics and misspeaks. There was a recent one where the guy tried to say, turn back the clock, but he said, you can't turn the cock black, the black cock. <laughs> and then he, had to- he got removed for that no no oh, okay. it's, it's but these happen all the time it's just the a Fro- it's a freudian slip the best is the cincinnati one cincinnati city full of queers <laughs> it's like that show that uh hank Azaria was on it started as a short and then became a series he was a baseball announcer oh mm-hmm. yeah 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 Pete, um, alcoholic. yeah what the fuck yeah because he's banging folks. my goddamn wife <laughs> chink in the armor you can't say that anymore I don't think you could ever say that, but it was just, it was the Jeremy Lin and um, it was ESPN. It was also hilarious because at the time they were like, this guy is going to be the next fucking thing. What happened to Jeremy Lin? He Didn't came to he? Toronto. No, but something, ha- he's in like, I don't know, hold on. Nothing. He came and played for Toronto and then he just wasn't, I don't think he had what it takes. Listen, the NBA is very competitive. It's, it's tough. It's very would, tough. Would you like to see if you could, uh, Join a cult and then resist it and leave, or see if they would. Uh, 
Well, how hard is it resisting? Like once someone's like, I'm going to fuck your wife and you're like, well, what do I get in return? And they're like, no, no, I'm just going to fuck your wife. Like that's a pretty easy out right there. But obviously people don't fall for it. It's got to be they get something on you. You unwittingly find out that they do something. Simon? What's that? Would you like to test your ability to resist falling into a cult? But I'd like to test my ability. Is this our new challenge? We're all going to go join a cult next week? Can I we think it would who? be an interesting experiment. I wonder how much I trust myself to not... Um, like a cult, that's going a little far. A commune, I think I could get right into that. Just like hanging out in Fucking the Fucking other people's fields. lives while they fuck yours. Well, whatever. I don't love that part of it. But the fields and the smoking weed and the like, you know. So a hippie commune. A hippie commune, just minus the... Wife fucking? I think it's part and parcel, unfortunately, buddy. It's all part of it. Well, then you're twisting my eye. If it's the only way. When it happens, you're like, the darndest thing. You just never see it coming. I thought thought we were a happy family. Now he keeps fucking my wife. How did I end up here? I mean, Joe also makes it seem like... Joe makes it seem... seem He makes it seem like there's like five cults in every city. Like they post like on Facebook. Like you want to join... because. Wonder how many cults there are in every city. There probably are about five in every city, Matt. I would imagine. Well, what? All what, posting online looking for members. But this is my thing: is like, what? How many people until you're a cult? Like, no, if I don't. But nobody people, calls themselves a cult. That's the whole thing. Like, yes, yes. Nobody's yes. making. Manson didn't go out to make a cult. He a was family. making a, a That's group. That's the best. You say that first meeting, on. you're like, okay, welcome to the cult. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck! fuck. <laughs> welcome to the family. I did, I did the it again. family. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna try this one more time. I'm gonna come in. Yeah. You're gonna clap. Okay, welcome yeah. to the cult. Fuck! Yeah, damn it. I did it again. Uh, Shane threw uh, Jay and uh, Lewis under the bus, sort of. I mean, sort of. They are the worst basketball players I've ever seen. No, but Joe was like, they didn't pay you right away. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, I was like, Joe, what makes you think that Lewis J. Gomez is going to pay someone right away? It was away? a thousand fucking bucks. None of them needed the money. Like, you know what I mean? They also, were, knowing, but it felt like Shane was just telling the story in a fun way, yeah. and Joe... Picked up on knowing he one always thing. he always, always does, does that. that he always picks up on the wrong part of the story and makes a huge deal it about seems it. Seems he does do, and that. then derails the story they're trying to tell because he's so hyper focused on something that doesn't matter. Some say that's why he's the biggest podcaster in the world. Yeah. Know it, knowing Louis J. Gomez, what made you think he would show up there? A thinking he was going to lose, or B with the money. Like my assumption is that Lewis showed up was like, I don't need the money. No. I'm going to crush these guys. For sure. Lewis knew he was going to lose. Well, There's I, no way. No, he's I think such he a bad basketball. They were, they were, it's uh, impossible that they'd be as bad as him. Well, it is in reality, but in Lewis's reality, he just, I feels guess. Like yeah. He's he's, Puerto Rican he's, sure. Simon, there's a, there's a basketball, um, content creator on YouTube called flight reacts. He's this mm-hmm. skinny pot smoking black dude. And he challenges other YouTube basketball players to like play him one on one. This kid is so del- like he might be the worst basketball player. Oh really? You've ever fucking seen? Oh, I thought you were gonna tell me he beats everyone. Oh, I don't think he's ever beaten anyone. Like he's lost to women, but he still every video is like, man, I'm out there. My three is the fucking jam. Like this guy's so <laughs> delusional about There's his. There's this one guy out there. You've probably seen him. He's like a big fat white guy. And he just kills it, man. He's, yeah, he's such an amazing shots man. from like yeah. shots, passes. Like, them, he's yeah. incredible, you know. And he, I like, love those. He those always shows dudes. up, and I'm sure like everybody's like, I don't want that guy. Yeah, and then you he's know? balling then he's out amazing. of control. Yeah. yeah. Basketball's so interesting because like you, 
There, I don't think there's another sport where you absolutely have to have the thickest skin because the amount of shit talk. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking like the NBA is one thing. Like I understand guys making $50 million a year really giving each other a hard time. What's it's crazy is like yard. dudes at the park. Yeah, that are like, I'm going to ruin this guy's fucking day. I'm going to talk about his mom. Like <coughs> that shit's always so incredible to me. And I got to tell you, hockey is pretty bad too, I think. Oh, they chirp a lot too. Yeah. But the interesting thing about basketball is there's no boards. So like if you're sitting courtside, you hear all of this. Like, like I watched Kevin Garnett shit talk the whole Raptors team. And I was like, this is insane. It would be hilarious if in like single sports. Yeah. So if you and me played tennis, we'd have to each wear an earphone where we could shit talk each other right nice into sir, each other's. Pussy. Yeah. Way to go. Fuck face. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It would be. I think so many sports should be. You're never going to get this drop shot, bitch. Yeah. Extra. Pay extra. Yeah. I would love that. Unedited. Mic them all up. Yeah. We've, yeah. I still go back to it, too. We need to get this relegation system in the U.S. and North America. Yeah. It would make things amazing. It, the level of competition goes up like tenfold. And you give people at the bottom a chance. I don't know. I can't say it enough. Relegation. Don't think it's going to happen. Do you think Boston? We're we're done, right, Kamar? Uh, just uh, they were talking about people who anyone can hate anyone, um, and we know that from the chimps. Anyone can hate anyone, and the only way you get rid of racism is if you get rid of prisons. Because racism lives in the prisons, because that's a hierarchy of prison. So as long as you have prisons, you're always going to have racism because you have to join the race just to survive. I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're right. I have seen a lot of white dudes that have been like locked up for long times in like the worst places. And they're like, first day in, you're going to join the woods. Not because you're a racist, because you don't want to get killed. Right, you have to. It just perpetuates it. Uh, yeah, th- this was a lot of overtalk and it just degenerated as they got uh, drunker. I give a lot it a of two. mushroom yawns. I didn't mind this one as much as you guys. I, I at least think I had, I laughed a few times on oh, no, this podcast, Shane, which is great. Shane. I'm just not going to suck into his dick. No, I give it a two and a half, though. I'm not going to. That's that's where I land. I'll go right in the middle with a 2.25. Look at you go. All right, well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, wow, incredible. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon if you want to support the show. You can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast and get some extra content. You'll get the post show. It's the show after the show we shoot the shit. You'll also get old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show we go back and listen to old episodes of the same shit we do here. And uh, in the coming weeks, you'll get another episode of uh, You May Be Trash. We Might Be Trash. You Could Be Trash. I don't remember what we called it. You May Be Trash. You May Be Trash. You Might Be Trash. I don't remember. Yeah, either way. We're either going to do Simon or Kamar next. So look out for that as well. And uh, don't bother with the YouTube. Probably going to shut that bad boy down soon. So, uh, and uh, the website. Start a TikTok for us. Yeah, someone, yeah. Someone create us some social media that has some uh, legs. That'd be great. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, maybe Bigfoot is hibernating. Keep your eyes open.